Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's never a dull moment around here at uh, Technical Alpha. We just managed to find out at the last possible second. Actually, wait, Jeff. Uh, I don't suppose by any chance, because I forgot, that we loaded up the profile on your interface, because I didn't, I forgot to, for the podcast. All right, we'll check. That's going to sound dramatically different if you just go to open, open there. That's the one. We're live now, bro. All right, there we go. That's that's more like it. Mmm. Mm. God. <laughs> it's one of those days, but it seems to always be one of those days. Uh, welcome to Snow Tech Off Podcast. It is Thursday. Uh, this is May the, what, 23rd, I think? May the 23rd. May the 23rd, 2017. <clears throat> and uh, for those of you watching live, we're back to 30 FPS. It's cinematic now. We, we forgot that uh, for a few weeks to turn it back to 30 FPS when we were done with StarCraft casting because... Uh, the file. Well, the file. <laughs> 12 was like, gigs long. It was like 12 gigs for a podcast. It's a whole lot of notes. So it was a little, a little too excessive. So we, uh, we brought him back now. We brought him back. We're back to 30 FPS in the cinematic experience. Slightly more than cinematic. 6 FPS more than cinematic experience. Yeah. Which is good, but your eyes can't see any more than 30, so everyone should be fine. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, another beautiful pre-E3 lull week, but we just keep managing to, to find just enough. Thank God. Uh, I feel like I feel like Varys from Game of Thrones. Every week I go into my Discord. I have a few news websites and stuff, obviously, that I've used for years for my gaming stuff. But everyone has, like, you know, those niche little websites in the corner of the internet that only, you know, five people know about. And there's always something that comes out of those. And so I go on my Discord and I at everyone. And I'm like, all right, mm. what does everyone want to see podcast go. topics this week? Yeah. And then I like some uh, random shit that I never saw on mine just pops up. And I'm like, oh, yes. They're like, they're like my, uh, my little birds, as Varys would, would say. Okay. They, they go out and they... I like it. You know, I'm the I'm the master of whispers. Except we don't we don't hold secrets around here. We just let them fly here at the uh, at the podcast. Uh, but yeah, we got some we got some decent stuff to talk about this week. But before we get that started, I'm going to finish this tweet. And while I do that, Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it's been a good week. Uh, been busy grinding out the stream, playing lots of Grand Theft Auto RP when I can get on the server. It's been been going great. Stream's been doing yeah, that's phenomenally. Been, that's been tough. The server the server thing has been yeah. brutal. Yeah, it's brutal, but you know what? I'm not the only one going through it, you know. It's it's a uh, it's frustrating for sure, but at the end of the day it's worth it when you do get on. It's a lot of fun. Stream's doing really well. Uh everybody's having it. You know what? I'm just loving streaming right now because of that game. So, uh that you know. in and of itself makes maybe the struggle a little bit worth it. Yes, oh, it makes a it makes a hell of worth. So, you know, at the end of the day, uh the week was pretty good. Um, fuck. I thought there was one thing that happened this week that was non-video game related in my life that I was trying to think of, and I can't, I can't think of it now. I mean, the only other thing would have been like Game of Thrones that we'll talk about. No, we're uh, also gonna be talking about John Wick because we went to that. Oh, after that's the oh, that's right. That that's what I was thinking of. We went and saw John Wick. We did. So that's gonna be coming. So up. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. So that was that was dope. Um, yeah, we went. Adam and I went to go see John Wick at the end of the last podcast. So yes. when the podcast ended, we... Oh, dude, the last Tim Hortons cup that I had what? besides this one did the same thing. What the yeah. fuck happened I, here? Just, just don't even... Just don't even... Don't question it. Just go with it. Just... Uh, why do I even have a time? <laughs> 
Dude. Why do I even have a top? Dude, I gotta show the you gotta show this. the camera that coffee this is, cup. This is not gonna play to the to the RSS, but <laughs> why do I even have a fucking top anymore? Terrible. Look at that. Beauty. Terrible. What a fucking beauty. Gong show. Alright, well, this is gonna How be cold in about five minutes. <laughs> not bad, not bad. <laughs> My week wasn't too terrible. Uh just you know, prepping for uh, Gabs is here. I think it's. I think it's next Friday. Next Friday is the first, right? Because that's the day that we do our first bit of uh, World Vision stuff. World Vision stuff. So she's here next Friday, and so I'm like in the throes of getting things ready for for packing in the week that she's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had like some stuff, for example, that uh, she you know bought when she was here, like side tables and things that she wants me to try and sell. Or whatever on Kijiji, because obviously we're not going to pay. No, make no sense. No, to pay to ship that shit. No, it's like five million dollars for a side table, not really worth it. So, uh, just been setting that stuff up. I had my dining room table also that I put up and stuff like that because I'm not going to have the room for it when I move in with uh, Ma and Pa again. Uh, and the dining room table is worth a shitload of money because I got it for a ridiculous deal when I moved into my original house. Dope. Uh, so I think I'm actually going to make about as much money on it as I bought it for. That's the dream. In the first place. Dream. And that's like it's six years old, so that's not bad. Uh, so things like that, you know, I have selling, oh my, uh, the old T4i uh, also uh, that we used to use for Deer Lag TV and all yep. that stuff. Yep. I still had that at the house, so okay, I'm selling, so you're selling that. that. Yeah, I sold mine like. A month and a half ago, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I got four hundred bucks, I think, for it. My yeah. lip thinks it's going to hit something when I go to drink this. It's not. It's going to fall. It's just the a cup. chasm. There's yeah. nothing there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the body, the body itself, uh, is, itself is uh, probably worth. Uh, well, I went and saw what is, is new. So used like it is, it's probably like a three hundred dollar body to the camera. I didn't have the kit lens because I bought just the body. Because when we were doing those videos, I bought a separate lens specifically for those videos. And so that lens is also uh, brand new, over $400. So with that, I have a waterproof carrying case and a bunch of other shit. Mm. So I'm, I'm hoping to pull down a G uh, for it because uh, it's like $1,500 worth of shit. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Might be tough here locally, but I know on eBay you'd sell it pretty, probably yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, pretty quick. There's yeah. a fair amount of photographers around here, though, so yeah. it might be okay. Yeah. Uh, if I if I lose a few on it, it's not the end of the world, but yeah. stuff like that. So I've just been going through that, and otherwise my week has been playing Hearthstone. Uh, I got to... I saw I, you were. At, I think you were at uh, level eleven. I was. I was knocking on the door of ten. Mm. In fact, I got. I, got I was to surprised. 10. I was like, "Damn!" Because you make your own decks, right? Yeah, that's my own. It's my yeah. homebrew deck. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I got down there, and I walked from rank fifteen to to basically the door of, of ten that day. Like, I didn't. Uh, my deck. I, I use a Hearthstone deck tracker, and that was the first time that that the tracker was tracking that specific deck that I was using. And uh, until I got to rank 10, basically, so rank 11 plus three stars, and then you're just one more game and you're in type shit, mm-hmm. uh, where I got <clears throat> batted down about five or six times because it's the same like three cheese decks that yeah. were really hard for my deck specifically to beat. Um, I had an 80% win rate. Damn. Going in. So my deck is fine yeah. until you hit, like there's two or three decks that that you really only start hitting once you hit rank 10 yeah. that are fucking wild yeah and really like the only way you beat it is if i have really fantastic draw and they get dog shit for at yeah. least the first three well, what or four you're turns. going through right now is what you go through in starcraft where you know you'll play one certain type of build that'll mm-hmm. do really well up until say diamond yes and then the diamond players are just going yeah bro that don't work that don't work up in these streets no you're no. gonna you're gonna have to make a so what no. you're gonna have to do is you're probably gonna have to make another type of deck and try and 
make the deck that that go, that plays well against the bullshit yes. that you deal with uh, so, in that area. The really tough. So, so the really big bastard one is Token Druid right now. Um, which I don't know, like you used to play Hearthstone a long time ago. And yeah, so I, I just did a sponsored Hearthstone stream. I just played right. it like a few days ago. So when Hearthstone was first in beta and I was first playing the ever living shit out of it, I played a lot of Druid and there was a large chunk of time where the OTK Druid, the one turn kill Druid was basically, you just fill your board with shit, savage roar and you won. And there was almost nothing anyone could do about it right. uh, because there was so much control that Druid had. So... Ever since then, and so Blizzard eventually nerfed the fuck out of it, and then Druid was dog dog shit for a long time. And uh, Blizzard still hasn't figured out a way, or the people doing Hearthstone balancing at this point, to give uh, Druid's access to token builds and not have it break the fucking game. Yeah. And so this recent version of Token Druid is actually about ten times worse than that original version, in that you need about five or six complete... Greater than two damage board clears. Damn. To survive it, or you just lose by does, default. Now with the with the roar, it's the plus three, right? It's plus three, but they also have now. Is it for one turn or indefinitely? Oh, that's that's well, that's for one turn, but that's but that's not what usually kills you. The problem is they can fill the board, and by fill a board, I mean almost entirely fill the board on a single turn and buff everything to. 2-2 two, two, or 3-3 three, three by turn 3. Ah, well then you're fucked. And do that multiple times. Yeah. Um, so you need really good card draw. And if they don't get it right away, they have a good amount of removal. Swipe is really powerful. Buy time. Uh, you know, they have a lot of powerful taunts they have access to. They just buy time and then you're, and then you're fucked because you spend all your time trying to get through that. Yeah. So it's difficult. Not impossible, but difficult. And Rogue is also really strong. In fact, the nerfs that are coming up right now in the game are almost exclusively Rogue cards. In fact... I don't know if there's anything that isn't a rogue card right now getting nerfed for this next patch. So I like I could do it. I could break into ten. I'd probably have to borrow one of those decks. I don't think I can get in with a homebrew. Okay. I, even if I made something specifically, it would be too difficult uh, mm. to to get in. Not impossible, mm. but something that I wouldn't want to spend two months trying to craft some shit. Yeah, no. Uh, I would find just a deck borrow online. a deck. Yeah, but find a deck online. But what am I gaining? Because my deck, even if I got in to rank 10, yeah. I'm not going to be winning, winning no. more than like 30% of my games with that deck. No. So It I've, would be dope to see you climb it up to GM, though, man. That'd be pretty fucking fire. Well, here's, here's, what, I, here's what, I've, what I've learned, is that if, I, if, if me, who has played Hearthstone like twice in the last year, mm. and, and I don't even remember fucking card names, can build a deck in like three hours... And then walk to rank 10, 11. Mm. Then if I just borrow one of these broken ass fucking decks, mm -hmm. I'm 100% within like maybe two weeks going to get into those ranks. Mm. And so I don't actually take Hearthstone all that seriously. Mm. until Unless you are one of like the top 10 fucking pro players, I don't think Hearthstone ladder means fucking dick because the game is inherently pretty busted and a lot of decks are easily abusable mm. uh, and not particularly difficult to play. That's actually my biggest gripe with Hearthstone net decking is that you don't... You can net deck in, say, Magic, but some of those decks you really have to know what the all, fuck you're doing. All, almost all of them. <laughs> uh, but in Hearthstone... There aren't very many of those decks that are really, really strong yeah. that you actually have to play intelligently. Yeah. There's not a lot of steps to success yeah. using them. Well, it's a casual and card game, right? Exactly. Like, it, it, it's just, yeah. That's just how Hearthstone's always been. It's, it's, there is a cap to, to the skill in Hearthstone, and the skill boils down to your knowledge of the game. So knowing what deck you're up mm. against, what they could possibly come out with, mm. 
and and they're also going to play relatively standard because they have to play a certain way or they're going to lose. Yeah. So you can predict that, and then it really boils down to an RNG game. Who's going to get the? Who's going to draw at what time? That's when you get to the peak. Like that's yeah, when you exactly. Get, that's when you know. All the cards, you know. Well, what then you're, you're against. playing poker because yeah. now you're playing percentage odds. Yes, that's right? it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, that I notice is when I switch. So for the first part of my day before I got to rank eleven, whatever ten, um, I was playing another deck that I made that was quite fun. That was a uh, more like it was a fucking meme deck. Is um, um, oh, what are the fucking Gul'dan who is a fucking I I I'm having one of those days anyway. Uh, and I was coming up against very specific decks mm. almost every single game. Then I switched to Hunter, and the type of people and decks I ran into were almost polar opposite. And other people have experienced this too, where it almost seems like depending on the deck that you're playing, you're going to get pitted up against, and I don't mean like necessarily the cards in your deck, but like the class that you're playing, you almost end up getting pitted against specific other decks. And so sometimes you can go to try and counter and then you end up playing totally different decks, and it's and then you you're fucked again. Yeah, or you're not fucked, but you're, you're still you're coming up against challenge. So it's weird. I don't know. Hearthstone's a weird one, but I've been enjoying my time with it. I had a pretty good time uh, squeaking in, you know, late night streams because life has just been like start your stream at eleven o'clock at night and see how it goes. And you've been doing the same thing. Yeah, uh, but for different reasons, different, <laughs> different reasons, very different reasons. Uh, but I'd like to same. not do that. But hey, you know yes. what? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Warlock, thank you. My brain is completely falling apart. So what is in the what is in the world of gaming news? What's oh. going on let me tell you remember last week i don't even have to turn my phone on for the first one remember last week that uh we were was the last week the week before uh we talked about the epic game store's first ever sale yes and how they were basically they were covering the cost of the sale themselves they were so that the developers didn't have to eat the the cost etc etc there wasn't a hell of a lot of downside unfortunately it's still kind of ate shit on the way down uh, and they made some, I, I know people think that we suck their dick, but it doesn't mean that we're not going to call them out when they, when they fuck it up a little bit and they totally fucked it up a little bit. Great. So step one was, uh, that they don't have a shopping cart in that you can't add multiple things and buy them all in one bulk order. All right. right? That's dumb. Which is fucking stupid. And what, what scares me, uh, not scares me, but makes me question some things is that we all talked about this in the past. They have their, uh, their, basically their roadmap for releases and the cart is like in the six month category, which Why? is, I have no fucking clue. It's, it's really stupid, uh, to say the least the fact that you're trying to run a storefront's first ever sale yeah. and not have a cart. I would have thought, and I didn't look into it. I should have, but I would have thought that they would have had their cart before they did their sale. Yeah. Which is like putting the cart before the horse. Yes, but uh, the it's like going to the grocery store and buying groceries and be like, "Hey, you can't use a cart." No, you wh- why? You have to what? go to the shelf and then bring one back with you and bring it through and then go back in and get another one. So here's here's what makes that even uh, more unfortunate is that in, in like a perfect storm here. When people tried to buy multiple games, which obviously people do when there's a sale on, and this was a pretty substantial sale, there were some pretty big discounts on some games people wanted. uh, As soon as you tried to buy more than your fifth game, it would block you from buying it because their anti-fraud was was kicking in. So Epic trying to do due due diligence to have anti-fraud so that people weren't, you know, if they had stole your account and tried to run up a big old bill, uh, without a shopping cart... 
and every one of those counting as an as one transaction instead of multiple games being one transaction uh it ended up fucking people over from buying more games during the sale Why wouldn't they make it so that you know if you want to buy multiple games then you have to have your 2fa enabled that way if you have 2fa enabled well they'd still need a shopping cart to do it all at once yeah but if you have 2fa enabled then then they, then then they maybe should get rid of the fraud ver- thing where it's like listen fraud. you know you obviously know it's the owner yeah or there's a very high probability it's the owner so you know? so uh people are uh trying to buy obviously a bunch of these games and then they get an email and it's, it says you know obviously we're st- you know blah 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 you can't be buying this because this is an anti-fraud kicking whatever 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 and then it says contact support and then they will once they verify it's you. Then you can. It's gone, you, and then you, you can go buy. back in and buy whatever you want. And I, 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 more headache than needs to be there. Crazy that a cart doesn't exist before you do a first major sale. But here we are. It happened. The other thing that unfortunately happened was that uh, it seems that because only thing I can come up with is that because Epic decided that they were going to be the ones covering the cost of the whole shebang, right? And not passing it on to the devs. That maybe they decided they didn't need to actually alert the developers or the publishers specifically um, about which that they were putting their games on sale. This became, and I'll have to get my phone uh, out for this one, uh, a problem for uh, a handful of games because they were games that haven't even come out yet. So they were giving ten dollar that ten dollar discount or whatever or like a percentage discount on pre release uh, or pre orders on games that they didn't talk to the publisher about doing that, and that's a problem because it devalues the game on that on like any other on platform, any platform yeah. uh, uh, before the game ever comes out, which is fine if the publisher says go, go for, for it. it. But Epic thinking you know we're going to eat the cost, they must. They that's the only thing I can come up with is that they thought to themselves nobody's going to give a fuck because we're eating all the cost, and they fucked up. So what happened was. Um, the games that were in question here, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, Borderlands 3, and Oxygen Not Included, uh, initially received $10 discounts, but the publishers, so for those games you have 2K, Cly, and, uh, and Paradox, pulled the games from the store. Because they didn't agree to, to have this, and it was a devaluing situation. Um... Also, what ended up happening here is that Hades, which is made by Supergiant Games, the people that made Bastion mm-hmm. uh, and Transistor, um, they were originally scheduled to to increase the price of their game from I think it was like twenty to twenty five dollars or something. This is also still in pre order, like it's an, or, or pre alpha or early access is actually the, the one I'm looking for here. Uh, and when the sale happened, that the price change happened at the same time so like the percentage change didn't line up with what the game was originally listed as and so it looked like Supergiant were trying to get an extra five dollars out of everyone Mm. when that wasn't the case and so that also fucked up and then Supergiant had to clarify what was going on there Epic had to clarify that that was their bad and not Supergiant's you know problem or whatever uh and uh, unfortunately, that part is actually something that happens on Steam quite frequently. That what happened to Supergiant with early access games, apparently, when it comes to Steam sales and whatnot, is that that has happened a few times in the past. So for some reason, that seems to be a problem with early access games and these market fronts, as they can't seem to figure out price changes during sales. But here we are. So that was a; those were like the major points. Is that they fucked up not telling the publishers, yeah, or so, or at least some of the publishers. Yeah, I don't anyway. know why. I don't know why you wouldn't. If you're going to put somebody's game on sale, Might you should notify probably them? notify them. I mean, it's kind of important. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if they thought that 
are the game were the, were the games physically going on sale themselves, or were was the sale more to do with the promotion that Epic Games is doing with the ten dollars off for the? the so it was this combo, and this is still running by the way. This shit's running until like July, uh, June thirteenth. Like this is a long ass sale. Um, but there, so there's a ten dollar thing related to the two FA, and then there's actually just a flat out sale happening. Oh, okay. Well, that's a problem. Yeah, they can't they can't put games on sale without telling the publisher. No, you just can't do it. No. Um, if it was the ten dollars off, well, I if think it was they like can't a- tell it uh, if they own the keys to games, um, that are already released games. I don't think it matters so much. But for games that haven't even come out yet that are on other platforms, yeah. I think that is particularly a problem for the devaluing issue because otherwise, well, you're also strong arming. You're like, I know that Epic it'd be really bad if they weren't exclusive to to Epic because these games are exclusive for a period of time, right? Some of them are. Some of them are. Yes. So the problem is, is if they're putting on a sale. Mm-hmm. Before, say, Steam gets it. Say, say for example, if Borderlands was on both Steam and Epic day one. Yes. That's not what it's going to be like. No, no, the six months it, layover. Six months layover. Mm-hmm. But imagine if they were both coming out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then Epic goes, you know what? Fuck Steam. Mm-hmm. I'm going to discount Borderlands 3 mm-hmm. to undercut Steam. We won't take the money off of Borderlands. We'll bite the bullet to get the customer on our platform. Yeah, yeah. That becomes some fucking shady stuff. Well, of course, because that- because you're because then people are going. Well, I can save ten bucks, five bucks, whatever the bucks is. Yeah. If I just go buy it on Epic's launcher, opposed to Steam on day one. That's right? not necessarily what's happening, though. No, that but- would be that would be terrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Let's let's not let's not pretend that Epic isn't doing everything. Of course they are. They want people in their power to course. pull people into the platform. Of course, that's it, what this is for. I think what has become painfully obvious here is that Epic is showing that they are truly a game developer. Yeah, and they haven't hired people yet that really fucking know what the hell they're doing in terms of a storefront. They have a bunch of people making horrible mistakes. Another thing that happened earlier. Uh, uh, I think in the last week or so, was that somebody requested of uh, Epic, which was you know it was legally their right to do so, uh, to show them or send to them all the information that Epic had on them as a person, which you can do. I think is that the Freedom of Information Act? I can't remember now. Anyway, Epic sends them the stuff, but in the same email says, so uh, due to human error, we accidentally sent all your information to a third party as well, like another person accidentally. Um, but we contacted them and they told us that they deleted all their shit. Now, thankfully, and I mean, thankfully, and this was out on Reddit, apparently the person that got sent the stuff contacted the other person specifically once they had it, and they sorted it out amongst themselves as well to clarify that yes, indeed, they got rid of all of their information on their local hardware or whatever. But the fact that Epic's employee would make i mean epic employees this is not the first time with information this shit has happened with the storefront so i epic needs to i think epic needs to take some of its money if i were gonna have a major criticism right now which they're doing an awful good job of themselves right now but is that they need to take some of this money that they're dumping so much into stop going and getting a little so far ahead of themselves here i mean a sale in the middle of fucking june isn't going to change anyone's life but take some of that money and go out and and hire people who actually know what the fuck they're doing yeah. with the storefront, maybe outsource your customer uh, management software or, or, or suite to make sure that this shit 
doesn't fucking happen because there are already tools out there that exist that get rid of this thing, this human error. Mm. Because how in the fuck, all that tells me is that this guy got a ticket or whatever, requesting his information. He knows he has to do it. And then instead of, a, uh, of, of the, like, the, the customer management software, just having everything being within that, that one ticket where it only goes to and from the email, yeah. that, tells me that, that tells me that a fucking, the person on the other end at Epic actually typed in this guy's email to yes. send it back to him. Yes. Which is insane. Incredibly insane. Uh, so that's, that's my major criticism here, is that take some of your money, hire the people that know what the fuck they're doing, so that you can avoid this stuff. Because people are already going to be upset at you for coming into the market and making, them, and making them even think about the fact that they might want to, at some point in their life, use a platform that isn't Steam. People already hate that shit as it is. Yeah. Don't give them a reason like this yeah. to legitimately I mean, Epic was doing so well, you. too. I mean, they were taking it in stride. They were making the right moves. They, they had a lot of heat on them, but they just kept trucking. More and more developers jumping on board, and then they go and do this. I it's mean, goddamn, man. A, and that's what I mean. God like, damn. If you just Come do, on, Epic. If you just do your hiring right... Damn. It's fucking wild. So I think I think internally right now... It's pretty fucking turbulent. I can only imagine what it's like internally at Epic trying to uh, pivot a bunch of employees into uh, uh, and, and, and speed hiring people to try and, and fill this role as the Epic Game Store management. But uh, it's a bit, of a, a, a bit of a dumpster fire. The sale is still on. It's on until the 13th. Obviously, Epic is uh, going to be discussing this with the publishers that pulled their games from the platform. Uh, I doubt that Epic went into this doing you know, making those decisions to try and like yeah, yeah. Fuck not maliciously or anything yeah, it's no. just it's another rookie mistake because yeah, yeah. they have rookies running this shit yep, right now yep, yep. and that's just about it so i suspect some people got fired uh and it's probably going to uh, continue until they they hire some people that are a little bit more uh knowledgeable of the the situation so that was the first thing that happened off this week is epic game store shit the bed uh in in an unfortunate Great. way during their first major sale uh, in completely unrelated and random news, but I wanted to throw it in here anyway, EA put up a, uh, a little trailer on YouTube to show off their new hair physics rendering thing mm, in okay. Frostbite. Okay. Uh, if you want, if you have it there, you can, uh, if you have the, the list there, uh, I have a link for you. It's only a, you know, short time. But as soon as I see this, anytime I see hair in a video game, it was like when Tress effects or whatever the fuck for, for, uh, for Tomb Raider was a thing. Uh, all I can think of is Jeff Gerstmann years ago uh, talked about how wrestling games push the boundaries for hair because like people like Triple H go out there and it's like flopping around and whatever the fuck. And, and all I can think of was I need to see this hair on Triple H in, in the next WWE game before I know it's real. That's when, that's when I know we've made it. Hair in, in wrestling games dictates everyone else. And so if we can get the the real deal, I Actually, mean, it looks, looks good. It looks pretty good. It looks good. So we got to get that hair on Especially Triple H. Especially in certain lighting, it looks real fucking good. You know, Triple H circa 2003, because he's bald as fuck now. But, uh, you know, get get that back out there. Somebody in the comment section said, now only need good games. <laughs> got the hair down. Got the hair down, bro. Got the hair down, but now you need the games. Uh, okay. All right. But yeah, no, it looked good. Looked it good. looked good, uh, for sure. So that was the thing that happened. Um, Activision. Made its way into the news as well. Always the uh, arbiter of of good news, Activision. Uh, firing Sledgehammer Games. 
basically. So Sledgehammer Games was one of the 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 holy trinity of developers that have been churning out Call of Duty games once every forty eight hours for several years now. Uh, Sledgehammer was actually in charge of coming up with a Call of Duty game that was going to be releasing. Um, I think I don't think it's the next, but the one after the next coming because right. the next coming is twenty twenty by. Treyarch. I think it's a Black Ops. I think it's Black Ops Five or some shit. All right. uh, so Sledgehammer. So it was Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward, and uh, Treyarch were the three. Sledgehammer, I think, was the last one brought into the fold, uh, and theirs were always a little hit or miss. Anyway, like the big one is always Treyarch because that was the o- the o- or, or or Infinity Ward because they were the OG. Mm-hmm. Then when a bunch of people left Infinity Ward to make Respawn Entertainment, which is now the one who produced uh, Apex, Apex uh, yeah. etc. Um, Treyarch kind of brought a, or, or took on the mantle as the mainline you know, developers for the COD franchise. Uh, but as it turns out, Sledgehammer Games lost a bunch of their management here in the last year uh, for one reason or another. And apparently they were pretty good because as soon as they left, everything internally the company fell apart. <laughs> uh, the project fell to shit. Uh, and apparently it's not even fucking playable right now. So they uh, they went in, they looked around, they said, all right, well, uh, we need this game to be playable. And Sledgehammer said, sorry, we're all fucked. Uh, it's a shit show in here. It's a goat fuck, Admiral. Uh, and, just <laughs> and so Activision said, all right, well, unfortunately, that means that you're gone. And you're gone. So uh, Activision now leaning hard into Treyarch for that uh, that game for 2020. Uh, and uh, all the best to the folks at Sledgehammer for figuring out what the fuck you're going to do after turning out Call of Duty games. I couldn't care less, any less about Call of Duty. No, and and so maybe Sledgehammer. Well, I don't know if that I don't know if that means the company or the the developers going to fold, or if they're going to be able to get bought up by somebody else and spin out into another game because it's not like they made terrible video games. No. Um, and I'd be interested in what they were capable of doing if they weren't beholden, you know, to making Call of Duty over and over again uh, before I say, you know, that you're really terrible because you can't make anything that isn't a Call of Duty. But, uh, yeah, so, unfortunate, uh, but another one bites the dust. These major publi- publishers that buy up these devs, it's just like a matter of time. Yep. It's like, we're going we're to chew you up, you're going to give us a couple games, and we're going to spit you out, and mm-hmm. whether Next. you've been around for 10 years, 20 years, or more, it doesn't matter. Bye-bye. Your name is shit. Yep. Our name rules all. We're going to find somebody else now. Have fun. PlayStation 5 news. Woo! Uh, a little bit more. You know, we're getting more and more little tidbits as, as time goes on. I'm beginning to question whether or not we're going to see this thing at E3 or during E3 week. I don't know if we're actually going to see something. I think we will. We have uh, to. They're just, they're just we talking. We have to. Well, they're just talking so much about it that I don't know. Like, we know it's coming next year. But it's possible that they wait until next year before they show it off and say it's coming this fall kind of deal. Um, but they're talking an awful lot about it. And they, they really have been focusing a lot on the fact that they have an SSD in this console this time. And they've been showing demos of a PS4 Pro, uh, Pro loading an area or a game. And then right next to it, the dev kit for PS5. And the dev kit's like sub one second. Yeah. And ps is like nine. Yeah. like it, Which... I mean, whoop de doo, Basil. Yeah, yeah you're, you're comparing a 5400 RPM fucking hard drive to a SSD. Yeah. What did you expect? Of course it's fast. And that's going to make people happy regardless. But my God, man. I mean, that's. <laughs> of course it is. 
Uh, it's just that's just silly. That's yes, like, but to the casuals, Adam, they don't know any better. They're just seeing the speed. And they're like, oh, it's so much. It's, it's like, man, I just took my Toyota Corolla and traded it in for a Porsche fucking GT2. Mm, it's faster. As it turns out, it's a faster car. Who would have fucking thought? Duh. <laughs> so, so, so that's they've been really pushing that. Um, but uh, it looks like they're they're trying to track, or they've been talking about doing something similar to uh, Microsoft. So Microsoft's been buying up, as we talked about over the podcast, like the last oh god nine months or more now, uh, where they've been buying up like smaller studios and stuff to try and bolster their first party development mm-hmm. uh, because one of the major criticisms of Microsoft they got no they got no exclusives, they've got no exclusives yeah. uh, internal so yeah. they went out of the way to start doing that and it looks like PlayStation even though they already have a fairly solid lineup of first party stuff um, I think they know that Naughty Dog is running its course they're only going to get so much out of Naughty Dog now um, in, in terms of the intellectual property from Naughty Dog that actually people actually give a fuck about as uh, to this point. Yeah. So that's... Um, uh, last of Us. The Last of Us. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, my brain wanted The Walking Dead. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> pretty damn close. It's pretty fucking close. Yeah. So The Last of Us... It's a rated R Walking Dead. They're already done with Uncharted. Yep. So, you know, it's not that it's not that I don't think anyone's going to think, oh, well, Naughty Dog's never going to produce a good game again, but to Sony, they they know that it's whatever the next franchise that they have coming out of Naughty Dog, yeah. um, it's <clears throat> going to be a gamble, because it's always a gamble, no matter how good the developer is. Of course. So they need to find something, you know, and, and, and bolster things. So they're looking to, to make some, uh, what they describe as some acquisitions and some organic growth um to to make this happen. So they're they're looking to do something similar to what Microsoft's doing, which is great uh because what that tells you is that for people who are freaking out when we talked about uh Sony and Microsoft having a partnership for the cloud services, the Azure cloud uh servers and uh other things between the two companies, people were freaking out that all of a sudden they were going to have like no competition between the consoles. Obviously that's not the case. No. They're still yeah. going to compete with one another. Of course. It's still uh it's still good for the the industry to have that competition and their philosophies for the gaming consoles are so wildly fucking different that it, it's not like that's just going to evaporate yeah. no. in in one day. No. Um so that's good. It means that Sony's still out there trying to, you know, look out, out for uh for themselves. Uh, and then other than that, it's, uh, talking, or they're talking a lot about the backwards compatibility aspect of the PlayStation 5. So, uh, in terms of, at the very least, playing PlayStation 4 games, for yeah. example. Yeah. And they're saying that, I think they, the way they worded it was it's a, cr- a critical success component or something like that. So they're really, uh, focusing hard to make sure that, uh, PlayStation 4 games run as good or better on the PS5. Uh, obviously, the load times are going to be better yeah. uh, by default, but you know, just in general, run at better resolutions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then also allow for um, multiplayer between PS4, PS5 people. Make sure everything's smooth so that people can still play. Like, say, if their friends still only have a PS4 or PS4 Pro and they've moved on to a PS5, they're not leaving their friends in the dust mm. uh so things of that nature so they talked a lot about that and have continued to push that as a narrative now is that going to be are they doing that because when they come out with the ps5 games are they going to be pushing the fact that you can play the ps5 game on the ps4 well that because I, don't, I don't know how much they've talked about it. it's possible they have and i just haven't seen it but i haven't seen them talk a lot about how many games like there's always between console generations 
there's always a handful uh, of titles in a period of time that bridge a gap, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that are on both. Yeah. But how long that goes on? Yeah. Who knows? And who knows? Like this, I got because I don't think this PS5 is like an Xbox One X scenario. Yeah. Where the Xbox One X is just a really big dick swing in Xbox One. Yeah. Um, this is like a new. It's a new console. So, uh, new architecture inside the whole nine yards. So, I don't think it's going to be like the Xbox One X, which means that it's not going to be like that forever. If the game exists on both PS4 and the PS and it can, and it's playable on the PS5, it's only because of backwards compatibility. I don't think we're going to forever have games coming out for PS5. That's good. That also come out on the PS4. Yeah, because that would just hamstring the fuck. Yes. Like developers are going to be developing for yes. Yeah. That's it's too much. Yeah. That's way too much. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's great. I mean, and, and it, it's, it's, it's nice to see this, but it, it, it also is, it almost annoys me a little bit. I, I guess I, I like a, a little salty about it because we went through, uh, we went through kind of two, almost two generations where, uh, or no, we went, well, yeah, we went through one, yeah, two, almost two generations where backwards compatibility was, like everyone was like, no, it's not important. Develop, you know, consumers just don't want the shit. Yeah. Um, and Sony was like at the forefront of fuck that. PS3 came out, the PS3 uh, fat mm. for like the first six months, and then they stopped that skew immediately. Yeah, you still got one. Mm. Um, Somebody was selling one here locally for 140 bucks. I was highly considering trying to get it for 100 and just have it. a second one. I was just going to keep it here. Oh, just in case that, that thing one dies, dies right? Yeah, yeah. These, the fats are known to go too, right? Oh, of course. So, so when they when they did that, and then everyone went, oh, excuse me? Uh, and so to have them do a 180 and be like, oh, yeah, it's a critical success component for our business. I'm just like, uh, you know why it's a critical success component? Because Microsoft's doing the shit. Yep. That's why it's a critical success Microsoft component. wasn't doing it. You ain't doing that. You ain't touching at it. At all. You don't give a fuck. Zero fucks given. So, Buy the PS4 if you want to play a PS4. Yeah. Oh, well. You guys have phones, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have PS4s, don't you? Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's all. That's that's most of what we heard about from the PlayStation 5 news. Uh, we are We are... What three weeks away from E three now? We are. We're getting close. So it's it's approaching. And we're I getting close. We're going to be getting some bombs. At least I hope we're getting some bombs. Because if they're talking this much about it now, I'm trying to figure out what if the, what they're going to drop. Mm. You know, maybe they're going to yeah, maybe they, uh, do they announce a price this far out, or do they wait until next year to announce a price? Could I, you imagine how dope it would be if they're like, guys, the PS five, it's coming in November. Yeah, I'd go. <laughs> That's, that's, well, remember, 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 remember I said there, like, my, my, well, I said my two options are it either comes out 2020 or, or Microsoft announced that they're thinking about doing 2020 and, and PlayStation jumps the gun, bro, and does an, a 2019 release. That would be release. nuts, bro, if PlayStation come out, drops their dick on the table and says it's coming out in November. Well, here's the thing. Pre-order now i'd go ah! <laughs> ah! i'd be pre-ordering the shit right now bro if you would so here's the thing be the killer uh the only thing i can think of right now that would stop that from happening is uh we already know it's using amd hardware right yeah and it's using uh modified zen 2 i think uh and navi which is their graphics hardware uh modified version of that 
The only thing I can think of is that those two things haven't really hit the consumer side yet. Is that is that they haven't they don't have the production to do a pre-run of the consoles because that hardware at the consumer level is not even out yet. Yeah. So it might take the year to ramp that up to get to that point. Otherwise, that shit already exists. That's already here. It yeah. just hasn't hit us. It's going to be hitting us uh, in the summertime. Well, what? How do you? How do you know? How do you? There's a chance that that Sony might have this worked this out with Jim AMD. Perry. So you're saying bro, there's a chance? I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> Could you imagine, bro? Could you imagine? Because it, it's not. It's not impossible. It's really no, not. It's impossible. not. It's not impossible. It's improbable. It's but improbable. It's not, it's but not it's impossible. not impossible. No. So, like, hypothetically speaking... It could happen. It could fucking happen. And if it does happen, bro, and Xbox ain't coming out till 2020... This coffee's cold. Woo! <laughs> this shit would be crazy. Yes. I would be nuts. Like, just when Xbox is, like, getting their feet on the ground again, and, like, people are over, like, the shitstorm that Xbox... Sony started, comes in and Sony sweeps the leg. and just straight up <laughs> soccer punches Sony in the teeth. That would be nuts. Nuts! Yeah. That'd be crazy, dude. Dude. And that's what that's what I, I like. I shit you not, bro. If they come, if they say that shit, and they say pre-orders are available right now, for the first time in forever, I'm gonna pre-order a fucking console just, just for just, the move. Just just for the move. Just to. I don't even. I don't even care the price. If they come out to like, yo, it's seven ninety nine US. I'm pre-ordering. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm pre. I'm pre-ordering. What? Give me an extra controller. That's the other thing. We talked care. about the price. What we thought the price was going to be in the past, right? Yeah. And I. I, I was thinking with the SSD, I'm thinking in like NVMe terms, but they're using obviously going to be using like uh, a two and a half inch SSD, which is way cheaper, especially on their end than consumer end. Um, but there have been a lot of articles saying that they can't make the same mistake that they did with the PS3, where the PS3 came out like $100 more than mm, the Xbox was. It, was. it was rough. And it was a rough go for them. Yeah, it was rough. Now, uh, and that, I think a lot of that was just because people didn't appreciate the value of the Blu-ray player being in the console. Uh, if that came out after people had a bit more of an understanding yeah. of and Blu-ray that, back then was expensive. Well, it was brand new. To buy basically. a Blu-ray player, it was a few hundred, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, for, like even on a, Even on a shitty, like we're yeah. talking a shitty Blu-ray player, it takes like 40 seconds to load a goddamn disc. Exactly. So to have the best, at the time, it was best the best Blu-ray player. For years. Uh, yeah. Not even time. a short time. So uh, people didn't quite have that. And yeah. so the, the value proposition was tough for yeah. them to push. Yeah. Uh, and of course, it basically has like a PS2 emulator on chip yes. hardware. Yes. And so it was expensive. They had to recoup that. And they were still losing money on that uh, Bro, when the they PS3, launched it. the PS3, dude, the, the value in that there's a, console is... There's a substantial is, amount of value. It's absolutely... That one right there, there is so much value in this damn system. It's ridiculous. If y'all don't have a fat PS3, the 60 gig motherfucker that plays cross-compatible stuff, mm. find one. Just have it have there. It. Just have it at your house. Sell it later and give your child a free education. Straight up, dude. Because <laughs> in like 10 years, man, like so many of them are dead. Like, ah, uh, it's, it's just great. Anyway. It we'll was confirmed in a stock holding call that it will not be this year. Ah! Uh, Speculation fucked. Come on, you just ruined my goddamn fun. Now, now I don't care about E three. You never know. You never know. You never. They could know. be lying. Hold on to the. Hold they on. They could to be it. lying, right? Because hold if they knew it. that information, insider information, you know, they, I'd be buying up stocks and motherfucking, you know, I'd be buying up some Sony stocks and be like, let's go. 
But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how much we find out when the time comes here in the next few weeks as to how much more new information we're going to get. Uh, but yeah, I still think, I still think it's likely to be, like, uh, I, I still think I'll be mind fucked if that comes out. It's going to be Christmas twenty for less than five ninety nine US. Oh, five ninety nine. Like people want it to be three ninety nine or four ninety nine. No, no, no. I it just, could be. It, there could be a four ninety nine version. I think. Like I, I think bare bones, like just a console or controller. If it's if it if it well yeah I because I man. think because I, I think four ninety nine is like man. it's a shoe in you know if people wanted it four ninety nine is getting the for sure sale five five ninety nine it's like eh, it really all depends on what you know what Xbox especially if they're coming out around the same time. But you price skim like everyone else in fucking history. Like you know that upfront it's going to cost you more money because yes. the processes haven't been put in place for you to mass produce it. You know to keep up with demand, so you increase the price, and then you fucking lower the price of some fucking. You go, you go to economics one hundred and one, and people come out thinking that they're they're ahead. They're fucking Warren Buffett uh, when they <laughs> take the class. But I mean that's just basically all it is, right? Yeah. And so if you and you get and that's fine because there are always people that want to be first in line. They want to own it. They don't care that they're paying the price premium. They like to have something on day one. It's like me. Exactly. I want that shit. I, I don't care what goddamn. Give me the. I want it at yes. my house. I want to take the picture, put it on Instagram. Yes. And I want the world to know I got the new motherfucking Sony. Exactly. That's it. That's all you need. And you know what? A bunch. I mean, a lot of gamers fall in that category. Straight yes. Up. More. Oh. More than what people think. Oh yeah, oh, like well, people, ton. dude. Tons of people buy the PS, uh, a new console, and they can't afford it. Literally, they're just, I, they're like, "Fuck, I rents due, dude. I, Nintendo- I, I can't afford it, but I'm gonna go and buy this motherfucker. The credit card, I need to call up and get a get an increase on this credit card right now because I need that shit in my life." Do we forget what happened with the Wii U or the Wii, I should say, and then the Switch? Yes, where like they couldn't keep up with demand ever, and it would go to eBay, and people were paying three times the cost of the console. <sighs> Fucking madness, bro. Madness. The Switch was the worst. People out there are like, five ninety nine will kill the cons. No, it won't. No, definitely won't. No, five ninety nine. It'll be fine at five ninety nine. Four ninety nine would be be like. Oh, they won't actually be able to keep up with it. Yeah, they'll sell out in like twenty four hours, which sometimes they like to do because then it makes it look like you know the demand is so huge and so you know it's it's obviously a successful console. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Next up on our list is WoW Classic, which Mm. is set to take over Twitch here as soon as that's out. I'm Tom calling it right now, dude. There's at least a month where that shit is number one yes. on that fucking website. And and you know what? It's going to be for one month. And yeah. then and that's then it's it. gone. And then it's and it's gone. But I think about World of Warcraft as it stands is never that far down the list anyway. Like, no, it does okay. It's, 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 it's like it it's, hovers around 10. It's definitely top 10. It's a top yeah. 10 It's game. probably between 7 and 10. So I think we'll have an extended period of time where WoW top Classic, yeah, which is three. in the same category, it's just going to push it up into probably the top three, top five for quite some period of time. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, but it's it's absolutely insane. Now, the funny thing is, is that there are a number of people who have signed up to get onto this mm-hmm. that weren't actually there for the beginning of WoW. And so they aren't 100% aware of what the original <laughs> vanilla WoW experience was. Uh, I played, I remember I played the beta and I played, uh, I played on some private servers for a while uh, before I checked out of WoW. And so I kind of remember what that game was like and it was time demanding it's runescape and the amount of grind to get anything done it's runescape is insane there's no quality of life improvements no, in vanilla wow no. they did what they did with brood war 
And people go, dude, this is what it is. I'm calling it out. It's going to be massive when it first comes out. Because yes. world, because Asmund world, Gold is masturbating right now. Oh, oh just all over the place. <laughs> so basically, this is what's going to happen. Just walking around the house. Just uh, nonstop. Uh, <laughs> the game's going to come out. There's going to be some streamers that are going to make a fucking goddamn killing. Right? Oh man! They're gonna they're gonna soda popping and uh, Asmund Gold. Those guys are just gonna be they're gonna they're gonna make more in one month <laughs> than what they usually make in a year. And trust me, that ain't no small amount. No. So that that's great, and it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining for people. But this is what's gonna happen, bro, because this is what Blizzard does, and even more so for WoW. All right, and I haven't played WoW Classic, so I don't really know, but I can pretty much guarantee that this is probably what's gonna happen. I give it three weeks to a month in the spotlight. Okay. People are going to play it. They're going to grind it out. Yep. They're going to max out their levels, whatever yep. they can do, or get pretty damn close to it. You, Trust ain't, me. you ain't sleeping to get three weeks. Trust me, max there'll be level. no sleeping, dude. There'll be no one's sleeping. We're talking about this Adderall is the, and cocaine. This is going to be the degenerate of degenerates <laughs> for World of Warcraft. They're going to play this shit religiously. Somebody's going to shave like a playoff beard. You shave, and you don't shave until your max level. Three Both. weeks later, it's just like fucking Gandalf beard. That's what. It's, that's what it's going to be, <laughs> and it's going to be gray. Uh, so like, they're gonna the game's gonna come out. People are gonna play it for nostalgia. Blizzard's gonna make a bunch of money, especially World of Warcraft right now, because most people are like just kind of bored. They an expansion comes out, yes. they, they get the levels and they're bored again. So this is gonna be a great way for people to restart like new characters, go back to the old, Dude, you know, the, the way things are. The nostalgia play is huge. So they're gonna get on, but then they're gonna realize how shitty of an experience WoW Classic was. And how how used to the like new WoW and how much easier it is to play mechanically the way sh- shit just is set up the way shit works the grinding everything and it'll be fun at the start and then it'll get monotonous you're gonna be like why am I grinding this is fucking pointless now I'm I'm taking away time from my regular tune that I'm playing or tunes that I'm playing and it's gonna get boring and then as the streamers start to Tamper off it and going back to whatever they're fuck because it just it, it'll get old. Trust me, there'll there'll be a couple of streamers that'll ride this motherfucker out until the, peop- the end of sunset. Well, well, the people that continue playing it are the people that were actually hardcore involved in vanilla WoW. Yes, I think a lot of people that will fall off are the people that came in. Like, but the in vast the first majority expansion. of people that are going to buy this. Are, are probably WoW players that play WoW as it is now or have been for the last but that's, yeah, and that's 10, what, and, 15, and so that's what I'm saying. 10, so the people years. that stick around will be the people that yes. that understand what they're getting themselves into. Exactly. But they're a shitload there's a lot, of players. There's, there's I mean... <laughs> you're not prepared. No, no. It, it's going to be... Dude, it's going to be huge, but I really truly believe that it, after a month, it's going to die down, man. It's going to die down huge. People are going to go back, uh, and that'll be that'll be the show. But, you, but I could be wrong. I mean, it could, this could be like the new, the new version of WoW. That's the next big thing. There's a possibility but, that Vanilla WoW reminds people why they liked uh, MMOs to begin with, and a lot of people when they originally played MMOs was that the grind was was heavy mm. to say the least. But the rewards you got for your grind were always so much better than what you're course, getting now. Of course, and so the the the. You know, to steal a little bit of EA here or Activision, you know, I think it was EA that said it, like the um, feeling of pride and accomplishment was actually a feeling of pride and accomplishment yes. when you when you nailed something. Dude, after I did so it in RuneScape. Much. Yes, you li- I literally grind. Yes, two weeks to go up one level. Yeah, 
and you're like, yes. Well, you get in WoW, in WoW, it's grinding to to get a, a rare, super rare drop. You know, yeah. you're you're doing raids to grind the boss, a raid boss to get a super rare drop. Uh, and everyone's fucking clapping when you get it. Everyone's super excited for you. I got these fucking, you know, Macy's shoulder pads that make me look like a football player. And they're, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, they got the most dope stats in the world. And everyone was happy about it. Mm. Uh, I think the original level that you needed to grind to to get, like, your mount was, like, level 40 or some shit. And you needed a shitload of gold to, to pull it off. And and so it meant something yeah. when you got yeah. your mount. Yeah. So it felt like you had you know, accomplished that yes, thing. Yes, And so I, there are a lot of downsides to that original formula of, of MMOs for sure. There's no two ways around it. It's and, not and, as, it's, it's not as, <clears throat> uh, um, casual friendly because not, yeah. you, be, and, and people, let's be real. There's been a lot of brainwashing and a lot of, of hand holding over the last 10, 15 years. So yeah. the people that are going to go back to this, I truly believe this. The people that are going to go back, most certainly the people that play WoW now and never played Classic, they're going to hate Classic. The vast majority of them are going to hate it. Some of them might go, wow, I love this. vast majority are going to hate it. I also believe that the vast majority of people that play WoW Classic are also going to really enjoy it at the beginning. Yeah. And then they're going to end up hating it. And then there's going to be a little slice of the pie where people are going to be like, this Blizzard has answered my question, my, my aunt, or uh, my prayers. My, my prayers. This is what I've been waiting for. I can't yeah. stand this old, uh, this version of WoW that they've been giving us forever. They finally came back. This is amazing. And those people are going to be the ones that are going to grind that shit out, that are going to play it. Oh, It'll yeah. be a community for them. It'll be great for them. And everything will be, It'll be co- perfect. It'll be perfect. Yes. But I think for the big majority, oh, yeah, it's going it's it's to be drop like, off. no, yeah. after a month, I am done ski. So what I'm hoping that we get out of this is that is that for those kind of like core aspects of what MMOs originally were all about, um, that for when we get the next MMO, because it's got to happen eventually. And when I say that, I don't mean the next fucking Korean MMO yeah. or the next, Could you know, WoW, WoW whatever. clone or yeah. whatever. Yeah. When we get the next generation of MMO to come out, that we learn more from the original variants of the genre than we do where we are now. Because um, I think a lot of people are turned that were originally into MMOs are turned off by most of what MMOs have become now is that yeah. there's no real payoff yeah. you can get to anything too quickly um everything's way too exploitable uh the focus the the things that the games focus on are uh don't give you any kind of feeling of a, a of accomplishment when you're done them it's it's a very Dude, much I'm gonna a, be honest. a superficial i'm going to i'm going to make a bold statement i actually don't think that there's a big market for mmos anymore i i truly well, i don't think that's I, a bold statement well i, I, I a bold I, statement i, I mean cuz there there are people there are people that play and love mmos but mm-hmm. for several years i mean we're talking like a solid 5 years now yeah there has been no real MMOs that have come out and taken the gaming gaming world by force, and there's nobody that's crying for new MMOs. Well that's, be- well, that's because the MMOs that keep coming out are the exact same MMO that we've now had for a decade or but more. But I feel like the fact that it's been like that for so long, that yeah. even if a good one comes out, that it's going to get overlooked or it's not going to even be given. It's not even to be given a try, Pump. simply simply because it's it's just not what people want these days it's like gaming is evolving well, think, or devolving however you want to look at it it's changed well i think i think there's i think there's always a a a really a, a sizable market for mmos always 
because it is it is a genre that other genres don't get to borrow too much from um at the end of the day. So it's is it as big as like a fucking Fortnite? No, no of course obviously not. not. Of course not. But like is it is can it make you uh, money as a developer? Yes, yeah, otherwise course. they wouldn't keep churning the shit out. Yeah. MMOs are But I bigger. feel like WoW is the only one that can be turning these out because well, the, well, the because MMOs are so small now in comparison to what they were. Blizzard's the only juggernaut that has the 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 property them and and and, and Jagex for RuneScape. Those are literally the only like you even look at something like Guild Wars. Guild Wars exists mm-hmm. and I'm sure they they make good money uh in doing what they do because yeah. they're still doing the thing. But in terms of Twitch the, or in terms of like visibility it's an it's a non-existent MMO, right? Well, uh, uh, MMOs, I'm not saying it can't be good in China and it can't do big numbers via a, a phone or or whatever, but I'm talking about you know the, the people that what we see right in our world. Well, uh, on, on Twitch, MMOs mean dick to everyone because MMOs are boring as fuck to watch. Like that's just that's just it. The people that watch WoW are the people that also play <laughs> WoW. That's that's all. That's all you get there. There are a lot of people that will watch other streamers play other games that they will never fucking touch. Mm. People don't go and be like, you know what? I want to watch somebody fucking uh, grind mats for like the next nine hours. Tell RuneScape uh, that. Well, yeah, but the, <laughs> the number of people are not is not fucking substantial. The, the fact of the matter is MMOs are way bigger outside of the West. Yes. You know, like the, the, yes. the, uh, the yes. Asian countries are of course. way more into that shit. Also way more people. Yes. It's just a numbers game, all right? Yeah, well, it's a it's it's a numbers game, but but uh, like proportionately but speaking, you could, but you could also say that really about any genre, MOBAs, shooters, MMOs, they're all bigger in China. All well, no, I don't. I don't mean just China because China is almost impossible to break into now. Well, the the Asian market, the Asian market, the Asian general. market in general, it's all. Every every game is bigger. Well, Korea is a lot smaller than the U.S. or not a lot smaller, but it's it's not like it's it's not like it triples the size of the no, U.S. I mean, no. the population there might as well be the same. Yeah. Um, and Japan, same idea there. Um, you know, in your Southeast Asian markets and, and shit, it's 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 those are just the types of games that are popular there. Mm-hmm. You try and break in with a first person shooter, mm. no, we give a fuck. No. Yeah, there's one that's really popular in in Korea. That I can't think of the name of off the top of my head. That's uh, that I don't well, know probably the closest thing got, you got is like Counter Strike. They got right? dethroned. Uh, that got dethroned by Overwatch, possibly, or might Overwatch might still be second to it. But in general, that's that's just what's popular over over there. And yes, because they have so many people. If if over there. If the demographic, uh, in terms of the percentage of people, have breakdown of what genres are popular in any given region, mm. if MMOs are a particularly popular genre that also coincidentally are in a place that have way more people than the rest than the West. Yeah. Then yes, that becomes an important distinction. It's like if if in the if in the West twenty percent of the of the gaming population is interested in MMOs, mm. uh, and there's five hundred million people, but in uh, in in Asia, forty five percent of people are interested in MMOs, and there's a billion people. Then yeah, there's that's, a, that's a bit of a of course. bit of a more important play there. And there's uh, there's always going to be uh, factors in that that drive the MMO market. And right now, that's why I think you end up seeing a lot of the same shit. Is that in the Asian market, grind like boring grind, what we, what we would consider boring grind, mm-hmm. is what's popular for gameplay over there. You get yeah. Black Desert and all these like major Korean MMOs yeah. that uh, are literally go in, 
And like in RuneScape, yeah. for example, well, it's similar. Their, it's their culture. You it's, just it's, grind, it's, it, grind 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 it. The culture's different there. The, it's just how it is. You know, the North yeah. American, the North American folks are, are are just programmed differently. So my hope is that uh, is that is that if Wild Classic comes out and it does it does particularly well, that the at the very least some of what uh, made MMOs particularly attractive to all those people years ago gets adopted for whatever comes next because mmos aren't going anywhere no definitely not going anywhere i just don't i just don't know how many we're going to see in the in the future or in the near future i think the next whatever comes out of what we're seeing right now is that is that there's a weird stop gap between what would be considered a traditional mmo and what is just breaking into the mmo space for example um uh star citizen yeah if that game ever comes out that's technically an mmo so even though it's not particularly labeled as such yeah nor does it wear that the, game the, dies anyway not, it comes out nobody's buying that shit oh, well if it comes out a lot of people are buying that shit bro. i beg to differ <laughs> if, okay, that well, game, if that game legitimately launches in its in its entirety no it's not but that well that's not gonna happen if if that does happen i'm gonna tell you right it just now won't. that game's gonna sell like fucking hot well, but it just won't like because they're nowhere near they're, they're not they're nowhere's even in the realm of possibility so it's, that's just not gonna happen What's going to happen is if they're going to come out, they're going to come out with a a very minimal version of what they promised with the promise of keep, keeping it up to date to keep it going. And if they do that, it, no one's going to buy the game. It, like, like that, It'll be very minimal. So... You know, no, fuck Star Citizen. Well, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you that the odds of of, of us seeing it. I'm saying in the real or in the in the hypothetical that it does release. If you're saying that if it does release and it still doesn't sell, then now I disagree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you that I think that it's actually going to ever happen. Mm. I think that it's going to happen in a percentage of what they are trying to accomplish. Yes, but not in its. I don't think it's going to be in its completion. Never. But if it does hit its completion in a, in a let's say within within five years from now. It's going to sell like a fucking boatload of copies, dude. That, that game will be huge if it happens, which is like a, in my opinion, 15% chance that it actually releases in its entirety uh, as they are planning to do it. Right now, they can't even really make first-person shooting look like... Uh, first-person shooting? First-person shooting. Uh, super Chats we have coming in. Two biggies. We've got Micro... Uh, who's asking a question ahead of time, but we'll get to it because it's a $20 friggin' super chat. Uh, how much do you have to, do I have to pay to see you guys play the Final Fantasy VII remake and how much would I need to pay for, uh, you two to give a passing damn about it? <laughs> well, you can't pay me to change my opinion, unfortunately. I'm not that easy. Uh, but... You can for me. And uh, that's usually, uh, $1,000, I'll say whatever, you know, <laughs> if you want me to hate it, I can, I can, I you can... put that face on? I can definitely do that. Um, I mean, I'm sure Jeff and I are going to be... We'll play it anyway. ...playing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're going to, you're going to see you it. You don't have and to pay we'll, us to play it. Yeah, that's, that's going to, ha- going to likely happen. Um, it's going to take, it's going to take everything in my power not to go in already thinking that I'm going to hate it so mm. that I don't just hate it by default. That, mm. That's going to be my challenge with Final Fantasy VII mm. is, to not, is to not already go in hating it. Um, and then Micro was the other super chat. He said, I'm offend- Jeff, I'm offended that you think the Asian market is just China. I'll have I you don't know, think it's just China. I'll have you know that Southeast Asia, Asia is also a thing, a very small thing, but still. Are you talking about the PPs? Or are you talking about the... Uh... Uh, physical locations. Okay, that's yes. what I thought. Uh, I know, I know, but China is a massive. China, China is a massive market. It, it's 
China's it's, a massive market that a lot of people are having a hard time breaking into because the government keeps selling them to uh, yes. censor the ever living yes, shit. Yes, but I also think I also I think a lot <clears> of it for me too is when I think of China is I was also think also think about the movie industry, which is massive in China. So you know it, it's just a huge a huge market. But yes, yes. I know there's <laughs> sizable there's, number of people. In that market. Not just China. Technically, India is it's also like the saying, Asian market. It's like saying North America, they say in the U.S. Well, guess yes. what? There is Canada, or, no, but we don't really talk no, about... It's, it's talking about America. Or talking about America, they talk about um, the United States. It's a foregone conclusion. It's but, like when you're talking about Kleenex, and yes. that's actually facial tissue, but you mean everything is Kleenex. It, exactly. Yes. So, you know, don't take offense to it. It's just... Everything's how- China! Yeah. Everything is China! Honestly, in 10 years, everything might be China. So we, could, we, this might be prophetic. That's it. <laughs> uh, Nintendo, last little bit of... Uh, actually, no, sorry, I skipped ahead. In uh, similar related China. Uh, Riot and Tencent may be making a League of Legends mobile game. What do you mean, maybe? You, well, mean, they're, you mean they're making it? Well, here's the thing. Uh, there's a bit of a story to this. So, originally, uh, Tencent brought to Riot the concept of doing a League of Legends mobile game uh, years ago. Um, but Riot turned them down. Okay. They didn't want to have any part of it. For whatever reason, they decided to do it. And, you know, this was like, I think in 2015. So at that time, maybe it wasn't the right idea to do uh, a, a League of Legends mobile game. 2019, probably a good idea. 2015, yeah. However, Tencent having the foresight anyway and said, fuck it. And the billions? Uh, they went out and uh, they went out and independently made a game called Honor of Kings for China, uh-huh. the Chinese market specifically, uh, and it became the highest-grossing multiplayer online battle arena game. <laughs> subsequently, <laughs> so Tencent knew what was up. They knew China was going to buy into it. As it happens, you know, it it did. So then, uh, what Tencent tried to do after that was it tried to localize that game for the Western market, and that ended up being Arena of Valor. Yeah, I've been seeing. Uh Quite a few YouTubers shilling out that uh, that game. Uh, yes. with they're they're paying a bunch of people to promote to try and that pu- game. Push it. Yeah. Here's the thing: it did nothing but. I mean, it, it did okay. It obviously didn't do the numbers that the thing did in China. The other game yeah. did in China, but uh, they are pushing it like crazy. All it did though was it raised tension and tensions with Riot because you know obviously Tencent yes. owns Riot. Yes, Riot's League of Legends. They come to uh, to Riot. They say no, and they say fuck it. We'll make our own League of Legends with blackjack and hookers, and they do that, and they make bajillions of dollars, and now they're making. You know, their next version with blackjack, hookers, and cocaine. Uh, and it's also going to make fair amounts of money. And Riot's just going, well, fuck it. Now we need to get in on this. So uh, Riot is allegedly now going to be working with Tencent to make a League of Legends game uh, to, uh, to be on mobile. Which probably is happening because League of Legends uh, brought they're, down they're hurting, bro. $1.4 billion last year. They're hurting, bro. Which sounds really good. But that's down 21% from one year previous. They're hurting. 20% drop. They're hurting. Dude, a- League of Legends is paying streamers to play their game. Dude, that is a lot of money. Down 21% on a $1.4 billion bill. That's yikes for me, dog. <laughs> In one year! But you want to know what's wow. sad? You want to know what's sad, bro? They're gonna come out with a mobile game, and it's and gonna go it's right gonna go, back up. 
哈，谁谁谁可怕吗？哈哈哈哈哈。They're gonna get that twenty one percent back real quick, real quick, real fucking quick. Yeah, but that's obviously why that's happening now. Is they need to find ways to monetize the game because it's it's just not pulling down the money. And Riot still hasn't pivoted to do anything other than League of Legends. They're coasting, bro. They're coasting, coasting like champions. They're coasting, but you know what? They're still making billions. Still they're, sexually harassing still, all their female yeah, employees. Allegedly. I don't even think it's allegedly anymore. <laughs> I think they're just doing it. It's okay. They're, and they're getting away with it. They're getting away with it. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, Grab him by the pussy! Fuck it. Oh, man. Dude. <laughs> uh, dude, I gotta, I, I'm just going to... I am, I am so happy that three things are happening in the gaming world right now. Number one... League of Legends is dying a little bit, which makes me which makes me happy for now. For now, it ain't going anywhere. Yeah, no. <laughs> Battle royales are dying a lot. That, that makes that me is... that makes me very happy. You know what, dude? You see the Apex Apex Legends? Uh, they just came out with. Uh, I just saw it on Twitter yesterday. They, uh, there was a graph on how much how many people were playing then and how many people were playing now, mm. and it was like the graph went. It literally <laughs> it a straight line. No, bro, it, it went like this. <laughs> it went like it started like this and, and then it went there was no there wasn't even a it was just huh, there's just huh. an elbow like a, like a not 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 a 45 nah but like uh or not a 90 but but like an 88 percent an 88 degree no it was a straight 90 degree angle <laughs> it was like they climbed a ladder and then didn't go didn't even they just jumped they just jumped off it and they said <sighs> fucking bro it's hurting bro it's hurting so bad right now. Well, you know what's crazy is I was watching um, Shroud uh, playing PUBG yesterday, last night when I was uh, <clears throat> doing. Uh, I actually got in the mail some some fucking Stats Canada thing that I had to like. You, when Stats Can comes calling, you have to do it. It's like you don't have a choice. Yes, yeah. So I was doing that while I was watching uh, watching Shroud do his thing, and uh, uh. What I realized was, and I'm watching Trout play this game, and they've made, you know, they've been, they, they credit to PUBG, they just keep fucking, Bro. PUBG is Bro. turning into the Hello Games Bro. of the, of, of, of the friggin' uh, Battle going, Royale scene. The, the, the cockroaches, they're not going anywhere, bro. It, it's like, it's like, uh, it, it's like No Man's Sky. It's like everyone yes. shit on them, and they just, they just shut yep. the fuck up. Yep, they put their head down, and they, and they just, just kept grinding it out. And just, they're not going particularly fast. No, no. But they're still going. They're the, they're the tortoise. They're chipping they're, away. Bro, they're going to be the ones that they are going to- come out alive at the I'm end. I fucking tea, bro. Yes. Three years from now, bro, when battle royales are dead, PUBG will be there. Yes. He'll be the only one just holding down it for the fort. That's gonna be it. And he, uh, so he's playing it, and he was talking about, like he was first of all he was mentioning like all the updates that he was noticing, like sound effects a thousand times better now, uh, movement like animations and stuff are getting better. Uh, it's still got all sorts of jank in it, mm. uh, but. Uh, but he said he all the other thing he said was that no other battle royale has gotten down the satisfactory you know the satisfactory feeling the satisfaction that you get in PUBG of hitting a good shot. Yep. Nobody else does it no, like PUBG ever did it. Because it's more simulation than than arcade. Speaking of that, I can finally say it. Oh, I can finally say oh, it. Oh, is the, the game that you worked on? Yeah. Oh, what is I it? I can finally say it. What is it, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. I voice acted in a video game. Frag out. I, I play. I I play a a, a corman. Uh, All right, I play. Uh, I don't. I don't have a name. I, I'm just. I think I'm a generic guy. Um, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know if I'm actually a playable player. But I do believe I'm a. a I'm like a player that you can play. 
Okay. And so, because all my lines were like, you know, freak out! Like really like, specific. Ah! Oh, my leg! Like, unless, they all a, kinds of like, unless they have a lot of specific background noise for their NPCs. They, it could be that too. Yeah. Uh, but like, we're doing like, ah, fuck my, f-, like a lot of swearing, like shit, fuck, shit, shit. <laughs> You know, like, ah! Which, you know, if you took a grenade to the leg, yeah. those are the only words coming out of your mouth. Uh, so, it's, oh, God, fuck yeah, shit. That's, dude. Oh, God. I, I, it, was, it was a lot of those lines. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of, like, I need a medic! It was, like, all kinds of uh, different things. So, uh, the game, it's called Squad. It's to the point. It's called Squad. It's a first-person simulator. I've seen uh, people play that game. It apparent it's dude. I I looked it up on Steam. People take I, that game really seriously, bro. It's it's very highly rated on Steam, yeah. and apparently it's the fucking shit. Yes, and I'm in it. People kind of take it in a like seriously in a similar way as they do like CS:GO mm. in terms of like uh, when you're playing on a team, like how 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 uh, how much expectation people have of you knowing like calls and like where where's what and everything else like it's 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 a real like deal that. bro it's yeah. like it's it's like if you were really in Afghanistan or something and you're with your your troops people want you to basically people, be a soldier literally as if you had literally been drafted by the army and yes. spent some time overseas yes that's yeah. what it is uh so that's the game it's called squad uh you can download it on steam if you want to check it out um I am going to play it pretty fucking soon. I think like one of these days when I'm uh, still getting wrecked by the queue, I think I'm going to put you're, it on. You're, you're going to be bad at the game that you're in and then yeah. just listen to yourself I just in the back. I just want to listen. I'll get myself shots. I can go, oh, fuck my leg. Just ah. aim down, shoot yourself in the foot just so you can hear yourself. That's it. Just just so I can hear my own voice. Uh, Jeff, amazing. I can confirm you are a playable character. Oh, let's go. Am I really? You made it, bro. Am I? Am I really? Uh, uh, can you, you made it? Can you one hundred percent? It's one hundred percent. A lot of that game. MP shooter. It's one hundred percent MP shooter. Multiplayer shooter. Yeah. Uh oh. So, are, can you confirm that I am? Uh, are you sure? Are you just making that up? Because if I'm a playable character, I gotta. I'm gonna. Now you're gonna have to play your own game. As soon as I'm done this. Uh, I'm downloading Squad and I'm booting up the stream and I'm playing my own goddamn character. I'm gonna be terrible yep. at the game, but it's gonna be awesome, dude. Uh, who's I? Watch? I think I watched Shroud Shroud play it one day. Uh, was it Shroud or Halifax? I can't remember. Anyways, one of the one. Of the, it was a game. That I know a lot Halifax of the, plays. It was uh, plays it a bit. It was a lot of the people that do battle royales played it for. They might have been paying some people because <clears throat> they all kind of played it at the same time. Same time. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, and pe- what the thing that surprised people were, were like, it's a hardcore military shooter. It's yeah. kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, let's play it. Uh, yo, let's it's kind of like Arma. Let's fucking play that shit, bro. Download that shit. Let's <laughs> fucking go. We'd be bad together. Fuck yeah, dude. But we'll play my character and we'll just shoot each other and stuff. We'll get, we'll get Exceed. Exceed can show us the ropes. All right. Is that, that's, uh, that's, that's who Exceed, plays it, right? Yeah, he plays, he plays the hardcore. Exceed, Exceed is, uh, is, uh, in, uh, heavily into shooters. Of course I pay, got paid for it, man. I'm not going to do <laughs> he that. He did work it for, for exposure. For, no, fuck that. I, mean, I did it for money. That's what I did it for. <laughs> And then, uh, and then I did it also because video games you are be in a wicked. Video game. Dude, I want to be in a fucking video game. Yes. And it wasn't like a small, tiny part. Like, no. I, it wasn't like I have three lines of like a, a regu- some sort of NPC in an MMO where I'm like, oh, good eye, mate. How would you like to buy a fucking bottle of water? And then that's you it. Went, you went from Australia to like a Cockney I accent. I actually <laughs> don't know what the fuck. I don't know where I went with that. 
But, you know, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of lines in this game and a lot of variations of lines. All right, now I want you to use that accent and, and give me a frag out and I need a medic. Oh, shit, mate! <laughs> I, I, I I need a fucking frag! Frag me, mate! I, I, you need a what? A frag! Is there an R in there? A frag! <laughs> a frag! A frag! A frag! I need to medic! Quickly, please! <laughs> fucking wanker! Fuck. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Don't ever hire me to do that accent. That's ever. fucking don't, beautiful. Don't ever do it. Uh, or do. Or do it. There's some totally. comedy effect there for sure, yeah. I'm or down. do it. <clears throat> I'm down. Uh, last bit of uh, news is that uh, Nintendo pulled two of their mobile games from Belgium due to the uh, new law, uh, loot box laws. Remember, Belgium was like, the did. first really major uh, deal there. Uh, the two games were Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp, and Fire Emblem Heroes. I mean, those are two actually pretty substantial mobile games. Mm. Um, they're scheduled to be taken down in a few months. And Nintendo has said that they will no longer release games with similar monetization in Belgium in the future. Damn. So Belgium's stuff actually having an impact. Some people thought it would ne- they'd never actually try to enforce it or that it wouldn't ever like like leak into major uh, releases. And here we are. Nintendo now pulling out. Pull I mean, it, makes sen- it makes sense for Nintendo, though, right? Because Nintendo really doesn't want to be associated with child gambling. No. It's bad. It, they just... I they would, should probably I, just not have those monetization features period. in general. Yeah, period. Would be a good yeah, idea. It would be a great idea. I yeah. think if there's if there's any developer or company that should not have any of those features, it w- should be Nintendo of all because their demographic is quite literally the ones that you're trying not to get it's to exact, do this. Exactly. It, 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 you you are at the core of where you don't want to be doing these things at all, ever, at all. Yeah. Because if anybody's using it, chances are they're underage. And you, no, it's a bad time. It's a bad time. It's a bad time. So bad time. I'm just watching Jack catch up with your incredible fucking accent. That was 10 out of 10. Would (laughs) would listen to that again. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, hit the follow button. Yes. Hit the like button. Yes. Hit Uh, several buttons. Hit the Patreon button. That's a good one too. Patreon.com slash lag TV. You can go. Oh my God. The timing, dude. Look at the, look, look. The timing on patreon.com slash like TV just popped up on the oh, screen. Oh, on the screen. The timing was real. Mm, I'm like, whoa, whoa, Calculated. Whoa, whoa. It's like, what happened? Uh, patreon.com slash like TV. Of course, you can go follow us on the socials, which are also popping up here in the bottom of the screen right now. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and join the community. Give us your money. We need it. Um, but yeah, most, most importantly, perhaps of all, hit the like button if you're here on YouTube. We've had people coming in, coming in, a couple things, a couple people coming in. From Spotify, iTunes, I show up in the in the YouTube comment section later is like I'm coming from Spotify, I'm coming from iTunes, just to hit the like button and, mm. and leave a comment. Fire! Dude, those guys Dedication! Dude, dude the podcast is on its on a come up. Dedication. It's on a come up. Shh. Straight up. Straight up. Podcast is on the come up, and it's because all you motherfuckers sharing the it like, like button, champions. Sharing it. Taking the uh, the That's clips, right. sharing the clips, doing That's all right. that stuff. That's right. Hitting the like button, hit it. We got 240 viewers right now, only 120 likes. I want to see that go to 157 likes. <laughs> yes, Mar- Mark's reminding right me now. that I continue to forget to update the thing down below with like the glitch version that he sent me about a month and a half ago. 
Standard. That's not uncommon. Standard. It's not uncommon. Uh, Mr. Black, hit me up with the sound of movies and TV. Movies and TV. Jeff, were you aware that Batwoman is actually female? I am aware of it. Okay, well, CW really wants to make sure that you understand that because we just got a like three and a half minute long feminist trailer that was more about the fact that Batwoman does in fact have a vagina than it was about anything and everything that Batwoman would or could do. That trailer was ass. One of the most painful trailers I've it seen was, in a long it time. It was really and bad. And not just because of that part. Uh, I think I think I heard some sound effects that you like get for free on like fucking Fruity Loop Studio. <laughs> They're using stock sound effects. They're using some real stock. Bro, and you're not even trying to hide it. Like, CW, like the swoosh it's, sounds. It's a, C, it's a CW like, show. I, I hit you up with the swoosh. That's it. That's it. That was the sound for Kate as she jumped. High quality. I ain't watching it. And nobody else is either. No. Uh, that was painful. Uh, honest to God. Like Now, there have been a lot of movies and television shows and stuff that have like jumped on this crazy, hyper-pro-female, but in like the most ham-fisted way possible to the point where even the women are watching it going, that ain't it, dog. Mm. Back the fuck up. That mm. shit cringeworthy. Mm. Um, they've been deleting comments like crazy on this. Obviously, bro, the, the, like the the dog shit. The just every just. Are you serious? It looks like dog shit, bro. Let's I mean, if you even if you pull out all of that, it still looks like complete and utter ass. Yeah, the dude. action looked dude terrible. To be real, too, the actress. She's not a great actress. No, she's not a great actress. No, uh, I haven't seen her in a lot. I mean, she I've did, seen her she did in, John uh, Wick too, where she was yes. a mute. Yeah. For most of it. Uh, fuck, what was the other one? <laughs> Somebody's going to know. She was in something not too long ago. It was like a fairly... Uh, no, actually, she was in that shark movie, I think, uh, with Jason Statham. I think she was in... Uh, fuck, what's that What's that big uh, Megalodon thing uh, that came out? Meg. Meg. <laughs> derp, derp, derp. <laughs> I think she was in that. I think she was in the Meg, uh, and she played she? one of the. I yeah, she played. She played uh, uh, the the. I don't know. She was awful. Scientist or a mother or mother scientist or. I think she was a scientist actually, like or she was part of that group. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anywho. So that yeah, the trailer was bad. Uh, some incredible quotes are. Um, well, I have an embarrassing. I have written here an embarrassing amount of of literally. She's a woman. I'm a woman. Men aren't co- aren't as cool. And then some direct quotes uh, right through to the music selection. Even the song in the background was Fruity Loops. Was was no? It was like the 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 ham fisted female empowerment stuff. Uh, but in ways that again, females were like, "You were not empowering us. You're making us look like fucking idiots." Uh, the sound I have, I have written down here, painful, also, holy shit, bad sound effects. Uh, and then, oh, of course, also a lesbian. We gotta get as many of those things in there as possible. Uh, I actually don't mind Batwoman as a lesbian, but it was like that in tandem with everything else in the trailer that was like... Oh, it was forced It, it was bro. like, we're not doing it to, to actually empower somebody, we're just doing it because it would be cool to... I don't know, somebody. Bro, no. And then my favorite scene, <laughs> two of them, two parts in this, was she's like, this, she goes she's she goes down into, into Bruce Wayne's fucking mansion, into the bat cave, all of his shit, everything standing there, sees the bat suit and the fucking thing, dude who apparently made it standing behind her, and she goes, you know, 
uh, we need to like something, but we need to make some modifications. And the guy was like, that's no, perfect. And she, she turns around to him and says, <laughs> uh, it'll be perfect once it fits a woman. And then the follow-up, uh, to that as well was, uh, uh, at the end, I think the last one of the last things was, I'm not about to let a man take credit for a woman's work. And I just was like, what are you even talking about? She's talking about having a vagina. And the doing- irony is that is that you actually just walked into Bruce Wayne's mansion, down into his bat cave, looked at his bat suit, co-opted mm-hmm. all of that shit, and now mm-hmm. you're saying, I'm not going to let a man take credit for a woman's work. And you're like, what, what, what are you talking Bro, you know what we, are you, you know we need. We right need. Uh, we got We got to get the technology where <laughs> we have the, a TV screen right here, and we can just pull up these bullshit trailers and just watch, and them. Just watch them live for everybody. The and challenge then, would be getting them like into well, you, audition and stuff as well. The only way we can ultimately, the only way we could ever do that is if in well, the future we get an actual mixer, and I'm running the computer audio and everything into that and our mic audio. Yeah. And then it's going multi-track into the into the. Well, the computer. the only other thing it would be it would be it would be for YouTube viewers mm-hmm. more so for you know the secondary channel and stuff so uh, that they make could me do watch more editing it. Work. Well, no, Mark Mark would cut that second. No, I mean section. for for this because we're still recording live for this for the RSS feed. So I'd have to like timestamp it to go in and cut that out and stitch oh, and like work yeah. around the fact that we're doing stuff well, for YouTube. I mean, but not- I mean, we could also. I mean, yeah. I mean, but it's only if it's only a two or three minute trailer. I just have to seek through, or, or I have to yeah. like fucking clap and be like, "This is where it is." Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know how you do it, but it would be pretty dope for us to have a, a, yes. a screen connected there, and then we watch the trailer. I do think it'd be then, dope if we were Joe Rogan. Pretty much, but we're, you know, <laughs> fuck. Be Possible. Pretty, be, we just need to have like a big old mixer, and we'd have to like hire Mark to come here and do all of that fuck. on the fly. Yeah. Anyway. We don't make enough money for that. Patreon.com slash lag TV. Make it happen. Make it Micro with another twenty dollars. He, he's trying to make it happen. Last one for today, since apparently I'll starve to death if I continue, probably will. Uh how much would I need to pay you guys to do a parody dub of literally any recent garbage show? A parody dub? Oh my Oh, like a dub? Like uh I don't do voices. Jeff's the voice guy. Well, I mean Unless you ask you him could to be do the an straight Australian man. You could, you could do this you could play the straight man. You yeah. Know? Uh, game playing, of, like we could read. I mean, we bad could, pun, but it's 2019. Playing the straight man isn't cool anymore. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> that's the best joke I had, uh, bro. Uh, so that trailer was bad. Uh, you know what trailer wasn't all that terrible? Terminator Dark Fate, which basically looked like Terminator Two, but the T1000 uh, dipped itself in black. Yeah, and you want to know what's funny? At the beginning, did you see Tencent? They, their logo popped up. Yes, because so it's their, their their production studio is part of the, the yeah. team. Made it. Yeah, I saw I was that. Like, I was like, man, Tencent like, is fucking. Everywhere. Their hands are everywhere, bro. They're everywhere. James Cameron getting in bed with Tencent. Better, better, ever- better boycott all of James Cameron's movies oh, now, fuck. boys. Jesus Christ, the Chinese are coming. For you him. can't stop James Cameron, bro. You, he, you <laughs> can't stop James Cameron. No, no. I have one, yeah, it's true, one voice, and it's like the Deckard Cain voice. It always comes down, like, I'll start in one accent, and then the longer I speak in that accent, it gets closer and closer to Deckard Cain until it becomes Deckard <laughs> Until it's Cain. just Deckard Cain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Happens every time. Uh, but yeah, did, what, did you, what did you think of the trailer? Uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't yeah. hate it, but I'll be honest, I'm also not excited for Terminator at this point. Like, it's one of those things that's like... It's, they kind of fucked that up so much yeah. for, for a the long best, time. That, it's you the know. best Terminator trailer that I've seen. Yes, and since, but that wasn't a high watermark. It's not a high one. No, 
Tide uh, was low on that and, one. And I do have faith that it's going to be good because James Cameron is producing this. He's very hands-on in this. You know, uh, I think even James Cameron's looking at his at his uh, you know intellectual property, going, "Man, yeah. this got shit on." Well, for a while. and the fact that they go, guess what? All the other movies they aren't canon anymore. They're not canon. Yeah, this is the third one. So yeah, uh, I and I also think we're gonna finally get a resolution for the main characters because they're ninety years old. Yes. So uh, HGH can only take you so far, Jeff. Only can take you so far. Yeah, can't keep you alive. No, um, so it can apparently stop a small child that drop kicks you I and saw stops that. you from moving. Yeah, Arnold just went. Mm. It's like, I thought somebody bumped into me in the lineup. 71 years old. I don't know if HGH to yeah. fucking knock somebody the fucking out. Bruce Lee kicked him from the bleachers. Dude hasn't, the guy who did that doesn't understand physics, where if you kick somebody with, where you're not on the ground yeah. to have the ground leverage you that weighs twice as much as you, you actually don't do anything. No, you don't do damage. That's not how physics works. Yeah. You probably hurt yourself on the way down. I'm going to say yes. And then he screamed and for a Lamborghini after that or some shit. It was some weird, yeah, I'm going to go with meth. Yes. When all else fails, meth, meth. Uh, but yeah, the trailer looked uh, pretty good. We got to see uh, Linda, uh, Linda Ham- Hamilton, Ham- yep. Hamilton, come out. Well, all the guns are blazing. She's badass as fuck. You can't, you can't hate Linda. Linda's a god. She came goddess. out, did her thing. Goddess. See, that's uh, how you do a powerful female character. Yes, she's a goddamn badass. She didn't come out and go. Happy Mother's Day. Or it wasn't. Or it wasn't. Or it wasn't like a guy gets out of the car first, yeah. fails at doing anything, gets killed, and yeah. then Linda comes out. Can't let a man, man do, do a, a woman's, woman's job. It was just she got out of the car, yeah. fucked his day up. Yeah, it was a badass. Yes. And then for some reason, you know, uh, the T-800 or whatever that Terminator's model is, is out in, in the woods chopping wood. Yeah. I don't know why. He's, pull, he's pulling he's, a straight up fucking Thanos in the middle there. of fucking nowhere, living his life. Somebody's showing up at his door he's like, got a really? Vineyard. He's got a vineyard. Yeah. He's, he's just, just fucking sitting there. He's got, <laughs> takes him down to the wine cellar, talks about his wines. This one's been sitting for 30 years. How would you like to open Chateau it? Chateau Terminator. Straight up. <laughs> Fuck. Uh yeah, I, I pulled uh, full disclosure. I pulled that wine joke because the uh, Picard uh, you never could see it yet. The Picard trailer for CBS Star Trek. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, Is that what so, he's doing too? Uh, he has a wine. He has a winery. He's retired. He's got a winery or whatever. Which I could like his character. That makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, all they needed to do was they had like a a, a, a an altered version of the intro to of Star Trek: The Next Generation, which is what they used. And, you know, they slow pan up, and there's Patrick, I can't fucking age more than, like, five years in the last 40, Stuart. Uh, and and you get nerd chills if you're a Star Trek fan. And even if you aren't, Patrick Stewart's a goddamn legend, so you just go along with it anyway. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, so lots of people are, are pretty, um, pretty excited for that. So, uh, to me, it didn't show anything, really. Like, it gave, like, little, it gives you, like, the little taste of what, like, yes. the story is supposed to be about. Shows you Patrick Stewart, and then you go, oh, right, Star Trek used to be good. And then you, you get ready for it. I wouldn't expect to have Patrick Stewart even have a major he presence. Is the, he's, the te- he's the titular role. Yeah. Say what? It's, it's literally called, like, Picard. That this, is so his, he, oh, the, he's, this is his show. Oh, okay. Because Patrick Stewart is a goddamn legend. <laughs> All the power to him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how long they're, they're planning to have this show running, but the guy looks dead. No, he's good, dude. He's dude. That dude has more energy than I do. Between he's he, the secret of, of how life, old is how old is he? He's uh, got to be he's like in his seventies. I think fuck, he's gonna be pushing eighty, bro. Well, him and him and fucking Sir Ian McKellen are one of the greatest bromances on earth. 
And the secret to life is they're both actually happy. And so they have lots of energy. Yeah, he's 78. He just got married not all that long ago to a, like, a much younger, of course gorgeous did. woman. Of course he did. Having the, he, he's this big, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fucking god. He's, he's made it, bro. He's living the dream. Man. He's made it. He's literally living the dream. I made it a long time ago, but now he's definitely making it. So, yeah, show's going to hopefully, uh, hopefully be really good. And, uh, I mean, it can't possibly be worse than some of the Star Trek shit we've been getting for uh, a while on TV land. Lots of people will dispute that that's the case, but I didn't think any of it was good. Um, and then other than that, we are into, unless you've got something John else. Wick. Yeah, we've got uh, John Wick and Game of Thrones. So we've got spoilers on top of spoilers, depending on your flavor of what you don't want to be spoiled on. We'll, well do John I Wick mean, first. I mean, we don't have to spoil John Wick. We can give our, uh, because there's really not much to spoil in John Wick because there's no plot. Yes. So uh, instead of spoiling, we'll keep this a spoiler-free review That's of fair. John Wick. That's fair. So that you guys don't have to tune out, because I know there's probably a bunch that didn't see the movie yet. Um, yeah, so John Wick, but we are going to spoil Game of Thrones when that comes, obviously. I mean, everybody's seen it now. Uh, John Wick 3, what do you think? Adam, out of 10, what do you give it? <sighs> it's an 8. Mm -hmm. It's where I'm at. It's an 8. It's literally where I'm at. Uh Here's here's the thing. John Wick 3 gave me absolutely everything that I needed John Wick 3 to be from an action standpoint. And it gave me but but the trade-off for that, and it actually gave me even more than I needed. Yeah. It went above it, it went above where I was at for mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. Um I could have clawed back a little bit of that and given me story. a little bit more story. Now there was story there is story in the movie. It just that it's it's similar to the first movie in terms of a lot of the story that you get is um, second what I would call like second hand or like story by osmosis. Yeah. You absorb the story by watching the action. Yeah, like you get the story by the actions of everyone involved. Yeah, like you get backstory of John Wick in the first uh, movie by scenes like the guy who who you know calls up at the chop shop. Why'd you punch my son? Uh, oh, he jacked John Wick's car and killed his dog, and then he just responds with, oh, and then hangs up the phone. That tells you yeah. everything you need to know yeah. about John fucking Wick, and then he follows that up with the killed like five dudes with a pencil. Yes. A fucking pencil. Yeah. That's the kind of story that you got, which was cool, but you also got little other tidbits in the first couple of movies. And this one, well, it was the second just, movie was a ton of world building, a lot more world that building because they I really introduced enjoyed. a lot of characters, right? Yeah, and like, they talked a lot more about how how the uh, the continentals work, and, yes. and uh, the the whole coin system, like, which wrote me in that. Oh, shit's I love that shit. And then the third one came, and it was like what you said. It was, it was pure all, action. It was all action, and and it just kind of I didn't even it didn't even. It wasn't even a, a half between number one and two in terms of story. No. It was literally... It was 90-10 split. It, yeah, if that. I mean, there was <laughs> there was quite literally yeah. no story. I mean, it picks up exactly where number two left off, you which get, is what you want. You get but, some of it again by osmosis. It's like, but like they, a couple... they introduce a couple of new characters, and then their story about those characters and sort of what they do, and then... yes. That's that's about it. About it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's about it. Yeah, so yeah. that's where it loses the points for me. Yes, and that's um, the only two points that it loses. The other thing that I that I found with this one that I had some time to think about it because the action was incredible. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, the action's crazy, um, especially the the opening act in the library. Nuts. 
nuts. You, you know what got me about this movie's action? And I said this to you when we were sitting in the theater watching it. I said, bro, they're not even playing music no. during these scenes. No. You're hearing the room sound. Yes. Like, the you, like if you listen closely enough, you might hear a cameraman cough yes. in these scenes. They are doing nothing but these long, one-cut... Yes, fight scenes. Fight scenes. Yeah. Where it's nothing but the fight being showcased. No, no sound effects, really, yeah. other than like the obvious like ones that you have to do to make it more punchy. Yeah. No music, no nothing. You just get a bunch of dudes doing some crazy shit. Yep. With nothing behind it. And that's what tells you they're confident as fuck. And it they is. Should be. It is. And, and, and that was great. Um, so so beyond the story, which which you know what I, I'm okay, I was okay with it because let's be real, we go to John Wick for the action, so I was okay with that. I would have loved a little bit more story just because I I think the world is so intriguing. And oh, that's just why I'm gonna see. Yeah, it. and 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 it's yeah. like it, it's almost like if the Matrix no longer had any story and it was just Matrixy cool shit. It's like I could still enjoy it, yeah. But the world is so crazy that you could do so much with it, and that's what I wanted more of John Wick. So it was a bit of a letdown there. Yeah. The other thing was that I did notice is in this one, I found there was a little bit too many flips, um, like uh, grabbing people and throwing people. What judo? Uh, yeah. Like it was. It was just. I felt like everything was uh, like flipping somebody over, over whatever, and that's. Fine, but what I also did, and I, I hate the fact that I, I do this in movies, but I do, is when they got flipped over, sometimes mm. this happened maybe three or four times in the movie, and there's yeah. tons of flips, so three or four times is really not that much. Yeah, I kept my eye on the guy that was on the ground, mm. and you could tell that he was, as the actor, he was either overacting the him <clears throat> being hurt on the ground, yeah. or he was just kind of... Like kind of pausing well, and letting see, the action kind well, of do it well, and waiting for even, his cue yeah. to get back up or whatever. You'll even see Keanu yes. in spots with these really, and I mean fucking long, long yeah. fight scenes, yeah. get in spots where he's fighting like multiple guys. Yeah. And it's impossible to escape this, especially yeah. because they're doing these wide angle, no jump cuts, no yeah. shaky camp. You yeah. see yeah. no Every, music, no, nothing. No, dude. It's so you'll catch occasionally yeah. Keanu... Um, Look for where he knows the next hit is is coming and yeah, stuff. Right, it's choreographed. It's so choreographed. He knows, he's so like, he I need to be, and he's trying he to knows. act at the same time. Yeah, and you can see him processing that, but it's very exactly. faint. It doesn't oh, happen faint. often. It doesn't ruin anything. It doesn't ruin anything. But, but I do mean, notice. I did do notice, notice it, it because yeah. it because the action's so like you said, it's so focused. There's so minimal cuts. Yeah, that you're taking you're literally taking it all in i mean it's it's like having a naked body yeah and you have nothing to hide you have nothing to hide and you're leaving the lights on exactly you see everything that's going on and you know if, if you're insecure about your body you turn the lights off and then you have more confidence you do it because the imperfections yes are hidden. Are, are hidden here there's no hiding those no and there isn't many of them so that's kudos to them but when they are there i do notice them yeah it doesn't take me out of the movie at all but it's like it does it, for me. For me, I noticed something. Like again, didn't pull me out. Yeah, it did. It it for me in a weird way. It just kind of made me appreciate what, yes, they're, what doing they're doing even more. Yeah, because now you're seeing. Now you're really seeing them in the process and the amount of heads. Like uh, Keanu Reeves was in his fifties. Yeah, was he fifty four or fifty one? Somewhere he's in, in his fifties, and and. He didn't. He doesn't do his stunts, but he does every piece of fucking action. Yes, 
in that movie. Yeah. He even did some stunts. And he does he some did, stunts. He did like the, a lot of the horse stuff. Right. Like all kinds of shit he's done. But it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, uh, you just see like, so like how much is going on in his head in all of these scenes. And so to just see, like it, it, it adds, it, it almost makes it more, and, and John Wick, you could arguably, it, it's gotten much bigger now, but when the first movie came out, it really took word of mouth to get it going because it didn't really blow up in the box office. Yeah. Is that it's, John Wick is approaching more of like an art house action franchise yeah. than a traditional action franchise, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like The Raid. Yeah, That's so what it, it is. So it's, it, makes, it yeah. makes it even feel more like that and yeah. just more impressive. And so, uh, but again... You don't get as much story, which only disappointed me because I'm so interested in this because they too. did such a goddamn good job. Me too. Of of building the world, I would love to. I, I honestly, I prefer. Um, and they just did announce John Wick Four. Uh, they announced that like two days ago. It's yes. coming out in 2020. I um, think we're going to get the more the story closer to John Wick Two in John Wick I Four. Ho- I hope so. Yeah. What I would love to see for John Wick, honestly, I would have just loved it if. Keanu said, fuck it, let's take this to the small screen, mm. let's get a Netflix series, or let's go on HBO. Well, uh, don't they already have a TV series They are series working on some something, sort? but I don't think Keanu's going to be part of it. I think they're going to start, uh, it's going to be in the world of... That, of, that might which make I might it be okay. better. It might, it might make it better, but I feel like, because these movies are relatively small budget films as well... Like, yes, they're not huge money they're, on No, there's like really no CGI, it's like practical vast majority of it's practical all effects. practical shit yeah, like yeah. It, there's no green screens no. it's the real sets real thing i think this format if they're going to get crazy with the action uh i think in the format of a tv show would be great because they could have like 10 hours to really like you could have an amazing action sequence mm-hmm. or two in an hour span but also have Story building. Well, you have so much more space for the story exactly, building, Exactly, right? because in a movie, you, you still want to put, throw popcorn in your mouth. You want to see it yeah, all on course. the big screen. Yeah, yeah. And I also don't think that John Wick needs to be watched on a big screen because it's not no. a theatrical... No. It's not a big block... It is huge now. I mean, it's a big franchise now, but yeah. in terms of like, I have to see it on the big screen... It doesn't you, need to be, no. 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 I mean, if you've got a nice 55-inch, 65-inch TV at home... you damn near anything. You're going to appreciate John Wick no matter what you're watching yes, on. Yes, You're watching your fucking phone. Yes. You're going to appreciate the shit. But overall, uh, it was great. I, 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 I thought the action was better in this one than it was number two. Number one is still the best. Uh, number two is the best for stories... And number three is just the best for action, like just straight up all action nutty. It was almost like, and it almost, it it was riding that line of becoming monotonous because it was so, there was so much action and it felt like. Well, it stayed up here. You always run that risk, right? It was like, it was like a video game where John Mm -hmm. Wick would go into a place and it would be a scene. He'd defeat the boss or well, whatever. Well, you could tell whenever they entered a new area. Yes, you know shit was going... It was a new set piece. It was like when they sat down to do three, yeah. they thought, all right, we need to do... Uh, if we were to go into this building, yeah. how would a fight play out here? And yes. then they, and then then they, they choreographed it, it and yeah. did it. Yeah. And then they go, all right, but what if we uh, included some horses? Yes. Okay, well, this is what would happen. Yeah. All right, well, what if he was on a motorbike because Keanu likes to ride bikes? Yeah. Okay, well, this is what would and happen. And it felt like... It, that's exactly what it is. If, and it felt like since there was no story... 
John Wick never really had to be anywhere except for like one or two two spots in the movie where yeah. the story was kind of leading him to go to these places. Well, he, the that, movie was him getting from point A to point yeah, B. Yeah, other than that, it was like him fighting in a library, going outside, fighting outside, going, getting fucked up, going into Dude, a building. Dude, the last fighting. the last thirty minutes of that uh, it was, movie it was madness. Bro. Was fucking. It was just fucking madness, bro. Insane. It was just madness and so perfect, so self aware. Yeah, in such a perfect fucking way. Yeah. It was so satisfying. Like I like, I, dude, Halle fuck. Berry. I don't even really like Halle Berry, and I thought Neither she did. Do I. I thought she did great in the movie. I actually really don't like Halle Berry, and it's not for any other reason than it's just one of those people that when I've watched her in movies, I can't. I I have nothing against her. Yeah, I don't know why I don't even like her. It's just somebody who, when she's in a movie, I immediately go. Eh. So when I found her, she was in this. I was like, God damn it! Yeah. Don't don't do this to me and John Wick. And I didn't hate it. She. I think it was. I think. I think she did very well. Um. The only the only thing was you could like it was it was a it was a stark contrast in Keanu's abilities in in the hand to hand combat and Halle Berry's uh, capabilities in hand to hand combat and they uh, whether it was intentional or not obviously they they made up for that a bit by making her you know the dog master uh, and whatnot and so that was that was, that was that cool was, to see there was, was some cool. funny was some, shit that yeah, went down there, there. Was some good stuff there uh, but that was like for me when they when I also found that scene uh, I also found that scene felt like a set so did, like yeah. I didn't that took me out of the movie a bit where I literally thought it I was watching. It felt smaller than it, it should have. It, it felt very small. Yeah, yeah. It literally felt like I was on the set yes. watching them film right, exactly. John Wick. And opposed that, to me being in the movie. Yeah. Uh, it felt really, not amateur, yeah. but it felt very amateur. Like, well, they, it and, feel, but it, and it was because they had to work around the dogs. Yeah, yeah. So, it, like... It, there was some... There was some... That was probably one of... It was, like, the coolest scene, but the weakest scene. Yes. Uh, yeah. in, in, the, in the movie. But it yeah. was... What they did was, oh, it was ama- great. It was amazing. Oh, it was great. But I, but I was in the back of my mind. I knew what they were doing. I was more impressed with the show. It was like watching theater. Yes. Where you're watching a theater performance. You know you're at a theater and yes. you're watching these actors act. And it's it's not cinematic, but you're in wow by what they're doing. Yes. That you're still loving what they're doing, even though you know you're watching theater. Yes. It was like yeah. uh, that's what that was. Yes. For that specific scene. So, so it was. Uh, it's a great. It's a great. It's a good, it's a good it's, movie. It's a good go, movie. Go see it. Go, go it, fucking see John. John if Wick. you love, if you love the other John Wicks, you're gonna you're gonna love the action. If you if you if you're somebody who is more leaning into the action of John Wick and don't really care about the story, then it's going to likely be a ten out of ten. Yes. Because for us, it's only an eight out of ten because we I just like want story. to see more I want story. To see more story. Uh, and yeah. I think, given well, what you see at the end, that four is going to be a bit more. I hope so. Story heavy. I hope so. Uh, because I think we're going to get more of you know who mm-hmm. in that yes. next movie, and so Absolutely. I think, and I'm excited for that because I, any more interaction between those two is a thumbs it up. Was good yeah. for me. It's great, great, great movie. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of, game of, game of, game of, game of, game of, game of Thrones. Spoilers are coming now. Game, game of, game of, game of, game of, game of, game of Thrones. Is the uh, series finale, Jeff? It's the, the last of them. Game of Thrones has become extinct. Until <laughs> the prequels come. Until the prequels, until, well, Which yeah. are already, fi- one Which of are already, already filmed filming in Scotland right now. or something right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh... So, started as usual. My score out of ten. Out of ten. 
It was a five. Ooh, I thought you were going to go a little higher. I, I was in my head right now going between five and six, but then I reminded myself of a couple things and I dropped it back to the five. <sighs> Where do I go? Fuck. Fuck. You know, if you had asked me what I scored it out of 10 right after the show, mm. like right after it ended, credits roll up. There's a lot more emotion involved in that. It would have been it would have been another seven point five. Mm. Now that I had time to think about it, uh, let it digest. That's what you have to do sometimes. <sighs> I'm at fuck. <laughs> I'm at a I'm at a six for now. Okay. I'm at a six for now. And we'll talk about it more and see if that changes. It might change, but I'm, I'm at a six. I'm telling you, it's a five for me, and it ain't really going anywhere. I don't think. Uh, uh, you know, and you know why it's a five? Before we get into the dirty of it, you know why it's a five? Because of the music and because of the actors. Yeah. And that's the only points. Mm-hmm. And they carried the fuck out of that five. And that's it. Pretty much everything else about that episode, bad. Like, strikingly. Strikingly bad. In fact, I have a list. Oh, you mean? <laughs> because I didn't want to forget... Because in other episodes that we've discussed, I've forgotten shit because it's like a week since we, like four or five days in between. So, some questions I have here. Or some things, some some general observations I made during the show. That fuck, it, I was sitting there going, what the fuck? Apparently, Jamie and Cersei only needed to move about 10 feet in either direction to survive what they did. Because I hated that, so- dude. In, in, when I thought, I thought, that Tyrion was going to go down, see they completely stoned in, and it was just going to be him. That was it. Realizing what happened, that's it. Because when you watch an episode five, the whole Whole goddamn place, every archway, everything, boom, dead. It wasn't the it wasn't the areas between the arches. No, the whole the arches. They started everything just coming down, bro. There was no escaping it. No. And then we get into this, and you watch Tyrion walk in, and every archway is still intact, and there's like five bricks on the ground. And then he goes down, and so few bricks manage to hit the two of them that he only needed to remove one brick! One! They weren't even bludgeoned or fucked up. It looked like they got tossed around in some dirt. But they were dead. And again, apparently all they needed to do was move 10 feet in another fucking direction and they live. And instead, one brick takes it out and then that's the show. No fucking joke. When I was watching that scene and he took the one brick off and saw it, I went, Cersei's still alive. In my head, I went, she's fucking alive. I can fucking feel it. She's alive. And thank God she wasn't. Yeah. I said, but- I said it out loud too when, when he went in there. I was like, whoa, whoa, wasn't this place gone down? And I said, wait. Is Cersei alive? Is that is that why is, is Cersei alive? No, now I just got to remove a brick and have a little shed a tear. One one brick, dude. He and then of course you know there's a little tiny gap up at the top so that he could fit through. And just, then just and then when he goes bit. in there, dude, it's clearer than motherfucking a beautiful sunny day. The dragon head still Vegas. there. Everything everything just- is fucking <laughs> perfectly fine. They didn't even they didn't even try to make it look like the place was fucked up. No, it was like. Clear, dude. Tyrion's looked, walking around, not like 
walking over bricks. <laughs> no, or he's just no. walking on ground. Yes. And then he gets to the part where there they are. Like, oh, and he some sees, bricks. He sees Jamie's hand, right? It just so happens to be out there. He's like, oh, no. And he moves the brick, and there they are. And then oh. the music, and the violin Rains comes in. Reigns of Casimir. What ah. a god damn terrible All right. So scene. That's, that's, that, there's one bad so there's one. one. So that was the one I was already thinking of. Uh, here's a question, Jeff. How in the fuck did Grey Worm get to the top of those stairs before John got there when John left Grey Worm as he's killing off prisoners? Specifically, it wasn't like John was walking to like go have a, a snack or something. John was en route when he finds Grey Worm doing this shit. He's en route to go see Daenerys and then walks away and Grey Worm is still there slitting throats. Yes. And he go- and, and somehow beats John there and is at the top of the fucking stairs as if he's been there all afternoon. And then John just walks up and gives him the fucking sheepish look uh, and then goes in to, you know, have the little, his little... Uh, powwow or, or listen to you know Daenerys come out and give her thing then we see the 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 scene uh or the the shot of Daenerys walking out and Drogo's behind and opens his wings and it looks like she's you know got dragon wings and everything and yeah it's cool but I mean that was like the it was almost like too obvious of a fucking scene hmm. in fact in my head in pre- a couple of other episodes before I thought to myself, am I going to see this? Am I going to see some version of wings behind Daenerys at some point? And sure shit, here we are. Uh, I didn't hate that. I thought it was, I thought it looked nice. It looked nice. cool, it but looked it was, cool. it was like. I know, I, I know what you're saying. It was yes. like a dad joke. Yes. It was like it was there, it was too easy, but you made it anyway. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, but that, I'm still mind fucked as to how Grey Worm got there, but you know, it's whatever. Also, can somebody describe to me how the fuck there were that many Unsullied left and more specifically, how there were uh, that many Dothraki left after they sent pretty much I, every goddamn dude, one of them to their deaths. I, that, and now there's like 10,000 of them. I actually fucking I saw there. the army. There were so many of them. It looks like she didn't lose anyone. I was like, who? Where? And, and, <laughs> and when you're watching the battle, when they're all going into King's Landing, where were they then? Like, you didn't see, like, you saw some of them, but... Well, the Dothraki, we saw pretty much all of them. No, I mean, like... Uh, in the next, uh, the previous episode. Oh yeah, there was like no nothing. You know why? Because they were dead. <laughs> it's like where did they come from? Raised from the dead. Not only that, motherfucker. I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but at the end, where did the Dothraki go? Oh, we're getting, oh no, no, hold on. Where Don't, the fuck did they? Go? Oh, that's a good one by itself. Don't. Okay, I'll, hold on on that. Hold on <laughs> on that. Hold on, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Next up, Drogon really hates the Iron Throne. <laughs> There was some emo shit going on there. So apparently the dragons have levels of intelligence far beyond what anyone was giving them credit for because uh, after he realizes that Daenerys is Rip. Uh, By the way, John kills Daenerys. John kills Daenerys. Which I saw coming the moment they were sitting in front of each other. Yes. And John um, was walking up. I like that part of the scene where John is walking uh, towards the Iron Throne. Yes. The dragon's out front. The dragon yeah. kind of gets up. Looks at him, is like, okay, it's just John. Yeah, he, he goes, goes back in. because John's really the only one that can get close to her. Yes, where she's completely has her guard down, and exactly. her dragon isn't gonna go fucking buck wild. If it was anybody else, motherfucker was dead. Yeah. Uh, so I like that scene. Um, I also like the fact that Daenerys, although she touched the throne, she didn't actually sit on the throne. Uh, and and then John comes in. I liked that John. For, first off, the relationship between Danny and John. 
I didn't buy because well, there, it wasn't earned it because wasn't, they had to force it for speed. Exactly. Yeah. So like at no point have I have I felt the emotional weight of those two together. Jamie and Brienne, you feel that. Uh, well, they had almost two seasons exactly. to get there. Uh, um, but even, the fucking them fucking even was still Sans, stupid. Even as fuck. Sansa and and uh, um, uh, um, uh, not Tyrion, the other uh, T. Uh, the what's his face runs in and dies with the spear. Uh, 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 oh, uh, um, uh, 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 Theon. Theon. I bought that relationship. Well, that had five. Th- that seasons. had a lot of seasons. <laughs> I, I there are so many relationships that I could that I got on board with where when some Jon Snow and Igrid remember remember that bitch from back in the day yes I I felt that relationship so when she died yes you could feel the weight I don't I didn't well there was no time I didn't it was and, six episodes and the worst thing about it is it's it's the supposed to be the most important relationship out of all relationships. Yes. Be, and it, it's supposed to be a headbutt because they're supposed to love each other. No, it, it's it was that yeah. being said, mm. Amelia Clark fucking smashed that scene about as much as you could ask anyone. Oh, she acted. She ever- acted. Yeah, and that's the story of of episode or season eight mm-hmm. and even uh, season seven is that for all the terrible fucking writing that existed, the actors by and large fucking killed it. Yeah, like you couldn't you couldn't ask for Amelia to portray the inner turmoil of Daenerys better. It just wasn't earned. That's why it felt weird. It yeah. wasn't that she acted it poorly. She fucking nailed it. She has an amazing. I mean, everyone you know t- you know laughs about her eyebrow use and everything, but she shows an incredible range. She does use her eyebrows a lot of emotion on her face uh, that uh, that lent itself to trying to, even though they didn't earn it. When that scene happens, it she she did that scene she justice, yeah, she despite the fact that the writing was goddamn terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was no earn, and that was the 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 whole. But that's the theme of season yeah, seven, seven and eight, eight. is Rush. that is that a lot of people don't have issue with the plot points. I no. mean, some plot points. Yeah. But it you was more time. That none of fester. the plot points had time to mature to earn any of the ending or the re- resolutions of yeah. those plot points. And that's just from being And rushed. I also think that at the end of season seven, that's when the Night King should have been killed. And then the whole next season, this season, yeah. should have been about the battle well, at, at, uh, at King's Landing. I still think there should have been two seasons. I think one of the seasons, at minimum, should have been the buildup of... Um, of seeing Daenerys' character yes. slip into madness Go to the for an entire side. season. Yep. And then I think an entire season could have been the last two episodes of this season yep. of the rebuilding yep. of Westeros afterwards I agree. to that conclusion. 100%. I think that's the two seasons and how it would have played out best, yep. in my opinion, in terms of getting the most value out of the plot points that this, the show had. Yep. Would have given more credence to the relationship between uh, Jon and Daenerys. Maybe choose some different plot points because... Things like John's being related to her and his lineage and everything else, the way that they wrote out the end of the show made all of that oh, completely useless. useless. Yeah, it's useless. It, it meant nothing. I know. Uh, and and it was the biggest buildup. And 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 it was like the Night King. It was like the the it was like the biggest plot points in all of Game of Thrones. Got since completely axed. All of them. Yeah. Died. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. There's no. There was no. So there there was no. All the side characters. All the most of the side characters got resolutions. Yes. But all the main ones got. It was like, what was it for? 
Well, and it was because it was it's made for longer showtime, right? Man. So Fuck they just me. had to cast right, it. What what other bullshit we had? Uh, oh, we got to the point where you're at here. Um, so we get to the to the end of the huh. the, the show. There's a couple. Uh, well, I, dude, actually, that no. jump cut. Getting a, getting at, ahead after after Daenerys goes. Oh, and the dragon burns down the the Iron Throne. Yes, right? so, has yes, a little yeah, emo thing. Burns it because it's like oh, the you know the Iron Throne caused all this. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. he he scoops up Daenerys. Flies off. Flies off into the sunset. Wherever the fuck. Then. Screen goes black. Yeah. we The screen comes back, and a lot of time, a couple months or whatever has passed, right? Or a bunch of weeks. Three, or, three, or, three weeks or three four weeks, weeks something passed, like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. John's still in prison. So what happened? Did John kill Daenerys, walk down uh, from, from the Iron Throne or the melted pot, tell Grey Worm, yo, I killed Daenerys, arrest me. Why couldn't he just go, you know what? She got on. She got on the dragon. She fucking pissed off somewhere. Uh, she. I mean, he could have said and came up with about a bajillion things, but yet we and we didn't even get to see the reaction of what Grey Worm and why wouldn't Grey Worm at that point just fight John? Fucking fight him. Just be like, oh, oh, you, oh, you just Grey you just, Worm's been looking for a reason. Looking for dude. You. They were setting it up. Yes. Was there? I was like, these guys are gonna throw down this episode, bro. Someone's dying. He kills the goddamn queen, turns himself in, and we don't even get to see no, an inkling no re- of a reaction. No reaction. And there's nobody, there's nobody that is commanding. Like, and we're seeing the Dothraki and the Unsullied. They love Danny. These guys are warriors. She is mad now. She's the Mad Queen. Everybody's cheering for her. She's like, we're gonna conquer the fucking world. Not even just the Seven Kingdoms. The whole world's gonna know. Well, and they're all like, yes, motherfucker! Well, I think they also forget that Dothraki will take up uh, king or queen as to whoever dethrones Dethron- the that's, current one. That too. So, so why they, why the Dothraki were suddenly like, fuck Jon Snow? Dude, ev- everybody, it just doesn't make any sense. What did Jon, like, we didn't get to see any of that. It just goes right into Tyrion uh, walking, uh, and and he's and then here they are. Here they here. Time for the round table. Time for the round table. And here we are. So, oh, fuck me. Can somebody tell me why in the fuck they made them almost everyone there take turns at telling some of the worst fucking jokes in the world like it was a shitty stand-up comedian fest mm. where somebody would stand up and tell like a bad fucking cringe joke and then somebody else was telling a cringe joke and then Sam gets up and makes like a, a fourth wall breaking, like let's poke fun at democracy joke. Yeah, uh, and then I know, uh, and, and then fucking Davos when they're talking about you know how what the Unsullied are going to do. Davos says, and I still don't know if he was being serious, and the writers just somehow forgot about it. But I have to believe they're even they're intelligent enough for this. You know, Davos says, you know, go take these farmlands. Create your own, you know. Create your own banner. Create your own. Your they own can't plan. have kids. They can't have kids. They don't have dicks. That's one generation. And so I don't know what the fuck that. I don't know if that was a joke or if it was like, uh, or what that was about. Anyway, it happened. That was fucking weird. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then came. Uh, oh, where am I here? And then came the... Oh, actually, no, we'll, we'll finish this first. So, then they decide. Tyrion gives this wonderful, long-winded speech after Grey Worm says, shut the fuck up, and then Tyrion says, nope, I'm going to talk anyway. Uh, and it gives this big, long-winded speech and, and says, you know, we need to choose a king. 
okay. And then Sansa's uncle stands up, makes a fool of himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Sansa's like, that was cute, shut though. the fuck up, that was sit cute. down. Like he was like a politician, like trying to like I didn't win hate over the that. crowd. It was kind of like it was kind of like he, he shot a shot. He I shot pre- a shot. He shot a shot. He it, took it. Yeah, and they said sit down. He said sit down, and, and Sansa said sit down. Yeah. He said, oh god, well you're my ne- you're my niece, but fuck, I have to sit down now. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that was that was fine. I didn't. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, and then Tyrion, you know, goes on about how you, you know a bunch of reasons as to why Bran. Brand the, the broken. He has the best story, and I thought in my head, and I went, "Wait a minute, I feel like John probably has a far more intricate and interesting story." Motherfucker, literally orchestrated all of it, all of it, uh, and came he's back from the dead, and he's the rightful heir, and he's the rightful heir. <laughs> so he literally came back from the dead, is yes. the rightful heir. Yeah, usurped. Yeah, Daenerys. Literally, yeah, warned everyone of the White Walkers. Brought Daenerys there to even have that even be a hope of them surviving. Yeah, and then meanwhile, Bran. Uh, well, I think I think what it was the reason why they want to pick John is because Grey Worm was angry that he needs to pay for his crimes. But Grey but Worm it, just left with all the unsullied. So yeah. like all, and that's my other point. I know. Is that Grey Worm leaves? John's standing on the fucking pier. Grey Worm and all the unsullied leave, which we'll talk about where in a second. Leave, and then I just think to myself, all right, they're gone. Who is stopping them yeah, from just letting John yeah. stay here? Turn around now and go rule. They want to come back, kill him. Kill him. What are they going to do? What are, the but uns- at the same time, the Unsully can't- but, here, but here's part of the problem. The Dothraki apparently not underneath John's banner, even though technically speaking, by you know, historically speaking, that would be likely what would have happened. Yeah. They're off somewhere. Fuck, I'm, we don't even know. We don't actually think we don't know. We don't know. No, we don't know. Dothraki. They don't mention them. The Unsullied are gone. Yeah. And so all you have left is the scant few northerners that also Sansa's like, you know, little brother, you're going to make a good king, but we're staying independent. Yeah. So what exactly does King's Landing have to defend itself? Daenerys just killed literally fucking everyone. Yeah. The two biggest parts of the army, which were already dead, but then got resurrected, they're gone again. Yes. So the, the northerners are going back home. So unless the Dothraki are are somehow, uh, I don't fucking know. The only thing that we know of is that Bran hints that he might warg into the fucking dragon to see where he took Danny at the end of the show. Yeah, and then he if he brought back Drogon, well then it doesn't matter. They can bring everyone that they fucking want. But everyone's fucking dead. Yeah, the army's dead. So like, who's defending King's Landing right now? At the end of the day, no one. So then maybe they can't have John there because if the Dothraki come back, they're fucked. Because apparently. The the or the or not the Dothraki the Unsullied because the, the Unsullied also multiplied numbers out of fucking nowhere and they have a way bigger standing army way more trained than whoever the fuck is left and they just come in and kill everyone so I guess it is whatever however maybe you just wait six months because <laughs> the Unsullied were like hey how about you go to Noth mm-hmm. you know where uh where uh what's her name um oh fuck what was her her name Grey Worm's uh, yeah, girlfriend that got uh, beheaded. Sunday. Uh yeah, uh, Masan- yeah, Masan- I call her Sunday. Sun- I, I call Masan- her Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. So, um, but I feel like again, either the writers or either the writers are stupid or the Unsullied are stupid, specifically Grey Worm, because uh, we've already know that Noth is home to a particular breed of butterfly mm-hmm. that carries a horrible, horrific disease that is deadly. To anyone who is not a naturally born yes. Noth. Yes. 
which means they literally are sending themselves to death. Yes. So if they just wait like six months, the Unsullied are dead. The war will win anyway. Maybe, John's back. Maybe Bran knows all this. Maybe this is part and of the... that maybe this is, is part my of the... last point. I think that ain't even Bran, bro. What do you think it is? What was the guy's, the original Three-Eyed Raven's name? Oh, the old, the older guy? I think... He's just passed himself because he, they basically, they like traded places, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he just straight up fucking jacked up Bran's body. He's the, he's the three, and, the new three eyed raven dude. And, yes. And he, well, he's we the know new he, old three eyed yeah, raven. That's but he's your... the same guy, but using Bran's body. And he orchestrated all of this to get himself into power. And the, and the fucking Night King, who has been trying to stop the three eyed raven from taking power. Over everyone, because Three-Eyed Raven doesn't really die. Mm. Well, so he gets he passed have, on, right? He's passed on, but he doesn't really technically die. So he could have absolute Adam, power Adam, this is, for eternity. You know what? And the Night King... You know what you're doing right now? Failed. You know what you're doing right now? And now Bran... You're, try, you're, you're trying to make this story make well, sense? Well, you've done this every single episode, so I'm going to do it now. All right. Is that Bran, who goes in, doesn't have a Master of Whispers or anyone, because he doesn't need one, because he knows fucking everything. He has the world's worst fucking hands. He has Tyrion. He has a dude who's a master of coin who doesn't know how interest works. He has a guy who's a master of shipbuilding who just learned how to read from a child six months ago. And he has a fucking... He has a uh, he has uh, his uh, maester is a guy who is so naive he will go along with whatever the fuck you tell him. Mm. And that's all he's got underneath of him. And he gets to rule absolutely. Night King's dead, which means nobody's coming after the Three-Eyed Raven. He gets to pass himself on for as long as he fucking wants. Everyone's on board thinking he's Bran. Because Bran is loved. And he just gets yeah. to sit back. That's if Because that's, before Bran showed up, dude was 125 years if old. If that's your coping mechanism for, for, for a bad show ending, I'm with you, bro. No, I'm just saying that could possibly be, that could possibly be a component of if Martin writes these books before he's dead. That might be the direction it's, it's going. And not just that Bran is well, the uh, Bran hope, himself is. The I king. hope so. I, I because, because we're going from Bran preaching. Yes, but Bran even Bran, the, Bran preaching that he doesn't. He has no. He has want for nothing. Yeah, he doesn't want anything. And then all of a sudden, his He's, answer to you know, I know you don't want it, but and his answer was, well, why did you think I came all this way? Exactly. Well, I don't. I, well, I don't want. I, it's like it's so conflicting because he doesn't want for anything, but yet his whole. So his why whole, wouldn't he be the player? I don't know. If you if you look into Varys's backstory, Varys had a shitload of money. It's always for the realm, but Varys Varys undermined three different possible peaceful kings mm. en route to trying to get um, Aegon on the throne, and then fuck all that shit up to get Daenerys uh, going, and then that that went tits up, and so then he tries to get Jon in that failed, and he's dead. So so everyone's playing the game, bro. Yeah. I I don't think that's the theory, but you know what? It's it if if it makes you feel better, sure. I mean, it it sounds better in theory, but I just don't. I don't think that's it. I just think Game of Thrones ended the way Game of Thrones <sighs> ended. It doesn't make sense because everything was rushed. Uh, I I did now the here. Okay, so now we've gone through a lot of the parts that I di- that we both didn't like because I agree with virtually everything you said. I don't know how you can't. Um, I didn't. I didn't hate the resolution of Arya. Uh, she went, she's going to go west of Westeros to see what the world is. She Which was a throwback to what she said 
few seasons yes. ago. She, yeah. So she got to she she got to do her thing. I like that. I like <laughs> I like of, that Sansa. Before you go in for a story, there's one of my favorite memes that came out of this episode was her on the pier with everyone saying, "What's west of Westeros? Nobody knows." And then there's like a zoom in on Bran's face going. <laughs> Bran knows. <laughs> But nobody ever thinks but no, that. But nobody. Brand. It's like, why, why don't you just ask Brand what, what's on the uh, what's on what's on the west of Westeros? Uh, I liked I, I I liked uh Sansa becoming the queen of the North. Um, so I thought that was a good resolution for her. She was looking awfully smoking uh in that episode. I just I don't know. Maybe it's just the woman with power. Uh, I like that. I like the scene where they where they all chanted, you know, Queen in the North, that she got her crown. She has no man beside her. She's just doing her thing. She deserved it. She went through a lot. Had a crown um, that was awfully similar to Cersei's crown. Yeah, very similar. Uh, she has very similar traits to Cersei, too. Uh, yes. But she's not as, obviously... Most of the good traits of Cersei. Yes, the good ones. Yeah. Um, Jon Snow's ending, where he kind of goes back to the Night's Watch, which... Didn't make any sense to me because the wall should have been. There's a big gaping hole where the wall is. Well, there's a big gaping hole. There's no more white. There's walkers. no more white walkers. So what are they? What are they keeping watch for? Tradition. Nothing to matter anyway because he just went oh, he there. Just said, and, yeah, and, and then Tormund, he went with his Tormund's boy, there. Tormund, and everyone he just went said, back. He said, "I'm going to go no. with the with the wildlings. I'm just going to go back and fucking." Props to them for using the gate, not the giant gaping hole in the wall. Yeah, sure. And they close the gate like it means something because of course. you know about twenty feet that way. It was an interesting. It was an interesting shot because that was like the opening shot of Game of Thrones was the guys leaving the gates, going into the woods. Uh, but now there's no threat out there, right? So it was like a uh, it was like a bookend. Like yeah. there was like the bookend. And then you to see, it. and then you see all the kids and yes. women and stuff, but you've never really seen them before. You saw them a couple times, but not in that type of amount. Like, no, it was no. like all of a sudden they opened up a daycare and there was like fucking kids everywhere. It, everywhere. It's uh, the future, Jeff. The future is it in was their just, hands. I, you know what? It's like, and then, you know, it just, when it just wrapped up, I, I, I thought that this was the best episode of the season. Now that I think about it, I think it's the second best episode of the season. Uh, I think episode two, honestly, is my favorite episode of the season. Well, the thing about uh, this episode is that it was the best that it could have been for given where we got the five episodes yeah, previous. Yeah, it, it, I would have preferred a lot of things to not happen the way they did, but that's not you can't my avoid call. it because the first five episodes that's just the way it went. Kind of set that. So up. for what they set up, I thought that they stuck the landing for what they set up. Yeah, but at the same time, it was still a rushed mess. Yes. Um disappointing yes but also in certain ways uh it was a good closure i love the brienne uh scene where she's going through the book of all the knights i th- i was disappointed that she might close that book a little quick she th- she closed she she, she closed that book but it's wet ink what uh <laughs> <laughs> want to wait on that one well with game of thrones Maybe ten minutes had passed before that, and she just closed it because we. At this point, the, she the could actually jumps, left that shit open. Yeah, came for back a week, three could have been somebody else's hand that closed that book. Like, why right. is this book open? And Who knows? Closed it, we would have never known. She's a big lady. Could have looked. Could have been a man's That's, hand. It could have been a man's hand. I thought that scene was one of my favorite scenes in this entire season. Yeah, that was good because not only is she a great actress, and you there was she didn't say a word, but you could see so you got much everything going on, on there. her face. Yeah, right. Yeah. Trying to hold back tears, she goes over to Jamie's page 
and it's small. And they talked about this previously where Dude, everybody was, was like season four. Yeah, a bunch of yeah, it might have been even three. Where Jamie and her are standing in the room and he's explaining what that book is. Yes, and everybody everybody's got long write ups. And, and his Jamie is says there's like, still his word. Like I think his sentence is like, uh, "There's still room left yes, on mine." Yes. So she goes in. She's writing out. And she's going through all the great things that he's done. Yes, yeah. But the part that got me, bro, and I almost got choked up. Yeah. At the very end, protected she his put queen. protected his queen, and I said, <laughs> because it wasn't- But who was the queen? Well, no, Her? Well, no. Or Cersei? <laughs> no, I believe that it was Cersei. But what made it emotional for me is the fact that she did that for him. Right. Because she loved Jamie. Yeah. And- but to just lie but Jamie was so loyal to Cersei as yeah. well and in love with her that he did go to to die with her and and the, the and she she was she had enough honor and 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 God and damn love it, for her. did that sex scene have to happen? No, this it scene didn't. would have been so much better for but me. But I love what she did there. Yes. Uh I and and it, you could see the pain in her face of her doing that and then what I wanted to see after that, I wish that I would have seen after that, is if she turned the book and there was her page. Because she got knighted and she was the only knight. I wish that we would have, she would have continued to scroll through right, yeah, and, and there would have been her. something for her. That somebody had wrote something in Well, uh, nobody. Her. When she got knighted, nobody knew. She's the only, between those people in the room. So I, I understand. She's technically... The person that will have to write her own. I, I suppose. But it would have been nice because so much time had passed. Yeah, of course. That it yeah, would have yeah. been nice if there, or at least have her name there. Yes. Uh, I don't know, but it would have been, I thought that would have been a really, really nice touch. But I love what she did there for Jamie. I thought that that scene was amazing. Yeah, it was well done. Uh, and it was a nice send off for her character. Yes. And it was another nice nod to Jamie as well, and the stuff that uh, that he did not only for her, but how he did remain loyal to to his queen and his sister, his lover. I just thought it was a beautifully. Uh, I, I thought it was. Be- I thought it was, that that scene was beautifully done. Can we talk about how beautiful the scene was where we got to watch Tyrion rearrange chairs for like two minutes? Yeah, and that I found that weird because why why would you make it so that you can take. A minute and a half, two minutes of an episode for Tyrion to move around chairs. They'd have to write something, Jeff. Words would have to be used. But we couldn't. Instead, it was, we have to look at this as if the man who has had years of training as a king's hand in some of the most turbulent times in Westerosian history is suddenly nervous about being the hand of the king for Bran. Yeah. And so he's fidgeting. It's the chairs have to be perfect, uh, and just, I have to be sitting in my chair. And you can see, like he, yeah, yeah, he tries to like position himself, like lean just the right way, and everything. Uh, and then you know, all the boys come in, like the fucking Brady bunch, come in and fuck everything up, and and uh, and then we get that awkward scene where they're like a couple months have passed by, and they're cracking jokes about how there's no brothels, yeah, and shit, and you're like, I, I, like what? And then and then they give like the whole like uh, the brand comes in, they give the whole. You know, send off of the king, and it's a botched like mess or whatever. And they're like, "Well, you know, that'll get better." So it's just the first time in like a couple, like a month or two months or however many months have gone by that they've actually ever met with Bran. Like, his Bran just never showed up at any point in time, or like, is this the first time I, ever? I, there's so much. Yeah. What the fuck? What would have been cool too is if they made his wheelchair the Iron Throne, so that it looked 
it looked not like identical, but it, it there was like some sort of significance to Did it. Did you notice that Brienne's armor had a raven on it? The sigil. I didn't notice that, no. I only saw that in a video that was talking about like some you know things that you might have missed or whatever. Uh, and her ch- her breastplate has the raven on it. That's for, cool. For Brienne's sigil. That's cool. Uh, which was kind of a nice, and, you know, an interesting touch or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was... Yeah, Podrick. Yeah, Podrick was Podrick, a Kingsguard too. Yeah, Podrick. Of course, uh, that was cool. When I saw him come in, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm still gonna keep it at a six uh, because I, 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 I thought that they stuck the landing for what they were setting up. Doesn't mean it was perfect by any means, and I was totally fine with Danny dying early on, and then the rest of the show being talking and whatever, because people are like, oh, it's boring when they just talk. It's like, shut the fuck up. That's what Game of Thrones is. I need more talking and that less what of whatever we've been getting. were basically yeah, leading I, up to that. You know, it, it, I needed- You'd be lucky to get an action scene once a season. Yeah. But uh, then when you got the action, it was so heavy. It was like the buildup. It was like a whole season, and then the last episode, it was like a, a culmination of all that. All the stories, all the relationships just... I wa- Dude, I was streaming the other day, and I brought up one of my favorite scenes, which I talked about on the podcast a couple weeks ago, when I went back to watch it to remind myself how fucking good this shit was, where it was Varys uh, and Littlefinger yeah. in the throne room. Uh, they had two talks in the throne room. One was the chaos is a ladder speech, which is a good one, but it's not my favorite scene. The other, the one I'm talking about is the one where they... Uh, where they basically trade verbal blows with each other back and forth, mm. and it's like five minutes, and it's really like, it's like the the jabs and shit, yeah, bro, and they're just talking like in this normal tone, and it's a little back and forth, and Varys gets the last word in at the end, and everything is read between the lines, and the writing is so good, and the delivery is so fucking good, and I just went back to watch that because I wanted to remind myself about just how good that shit was. Because fuck, it was great. It was really good. Was and great. then you'd get like there was one that one action scene for the whole season, and it was great because it like you, there was so much build up to that action scene. Mm-hmm. And then once we hit you know seasons basically six, seven, and eight, it was just like all right, uh, we're not great writers, so we're gonna make up for that by just having action every second episode yeah. to carry us from beginning to end. Mm. Uh, and that's kind of what we ended up with. But disappointing, disappointing end. But I'm happy the show is over. I'm happy and sad. Uh, we're gonna get the prequels, so I mean, you know, I'm sure those shows will be big. You know, I'm sure I'll watch them. But I'd be a lie. Oh, and there's people out there that think there's gonna be a sequel, but I'll tell you right now, there no. won't be. There won't be. They're like, oh well, they set it up for a sequel. You know, Arya went to the west of Westeros, and Jon Snow is dead. no. They're those characters. They're done. That. Those those actors and actresses, they're done. Uh, they're, that's it. That's the show. And now that I think about it, I th- I can't remember. I was watching a, a piece on it, but in the books, the map uh, for Game of Thrones, of the world map, is actually pretty substantial. I can't remember off the top of my head if there is anything west of Westeros on the map. I know that there's like an entire area with a huge amount of, of lore for the south. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's even a place east of, of Essos. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's a, the map is way fucking bigger than they mentioned in the show. The, uh, the, so I don't, I the can't biggest, remember. So, so the only thing that I could think that could possibly happen where we see these characters again. All right. This is the only way is they do all the prequels. They're a great success. Yes. And they need more game of Thrones. Yes. And they're doing 
up to five prequels, but they've greenlit three of them or five different or th- three different stories or whatever. Yeah. That once they're done those and we're and this is probably going to take another 10 years, 15 years. If at some point, if the Game of Thrones is still a huge IP, they may make it so that they bring back, they tell a new story. George R.R. just says, go, I'm done. Here's, you know, write me checks. Have fun with the property. Yeah, yeah. Burn it to the ground. Where they can get those actors and actresses to come back. Because Sansa, uh, Arya, Jon Snow, all basically, Bran, all those guys and gals are relatively young. Mm-hmm. A young actors and actresses. So if they do come back in 15 years, 10, 15 years, they, there could be stories to tell there. Even if they pull a Star Wars and they're introducing new characters and then they have these older characters that come in to sort of pass the torch on, so to speak, be part of it. Uh, and then we get some sort of we find yeah. out what's going on. And they could retell a story. But there's no way in fuck that we're seeing any of these characters for a very, yeah. very long time, if ever, they, um, I think, I think George's next license deal is direct to HBO and doesn't include D and D as like a as like an exclusive thing. Mm. So HBO will have more free reign instead of just D and D saying, okay, well HBO wants two more seasons, everyone wants two more seasons, but we just really want to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, so we're just gonna axe this bad boy. It's literally what it was. Man. Uh, I can gar- I can almost guarantee it. Imagine imagine getting a blank fucking check to do two HBO more seasons. Begged. HBO was like of the please. greatest television show like of all fucking they time. Said no. And you go I like Star Wars. Nah, I want to ruin my reputation first and, and then, then go, go to, to Star, Star Wars. Wars. Because you know Disney was like, how much? Right? How much? Because at that point, they were still basically on the oh, backs they were winning. Of, of, Mar- they were winning. of Martin's writing. They were winning, bro. And, and, Disney, and Disney was probably was like, watching Dude, 7 Star 8 Wars going. needs fixing. Game of Thrones. Let's get the writers. Let's get the writers. Let's, let's give them a deal that they cannot refuse. So the writers are like, yeah, you know what? Let's make season 7 short. We'll make season 8 6 episodes. Get right into it. Fuck, HBO's like, please, here's you a gotta, check. You gotta believe somebody at Disney's watching these couple of last seasons going, fuck, we should have immediately just, regret this yeah, decision. We should have let Ryan Johnson do his thing first, brought these fuckers on afterwards. Fuck that fuck. up. Fuck oh, that yeah, right up. Because the, the press right now, I mean, we've got we've got the uh, the petitions that are going on. Uh, Sansa comes out, or the actress that plays Sansa, she comes out, uh, 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 Sophia Turner, yeah. she comes out and says, you guys are ridiculous. And it is kind of ridiculous, you know, that there's petitions of people who are like, we want, we want it being remade, being remade. There is a zero chance. It doesn't matter if Less the fucking entire world yeah. signed that petition. You just don't do that. It's just not going to happen ever, 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 ever. It's just no. Yeah. Get over it. The show didn't stick the landing for for the vast majority of people, including myself. Um, and that's just it. I can live with it. I thought they stuck. What the bullshit they they led up to to some degree, but in terms of the whole thing, that ain't it, bro. No, I don't think so. That ain't it, bro. They didn't. They did not Breaking Bad me in any way. They didn't stick that one. They just ripped the dream. Well, it's done. It's over. And now George has come out and said he should be done his this the book, The Winds of Winter. I think is the one that he's working on by twenty twenty. All right, which makes sense because I think, uh, like I said before, uh, what is George's incentive to do this if the show is running? 
Uh, I still don't even know if I believe him, because what's his incentive of writing an ending if, if people already are aware of the ending, unless the ending is so dramatically different? He said it wasn't, though. Uh, he said how they get to the end is different. Is different. Yeah. And different characters will play different roles. Yeah. But other than that... People are still going to buy the books oh, like crazy. Fucking, so he's so he's going to... They're going to buy it and pray that it's better than what yeah, they exactly. got, so well, that they can the, just... They won't have to pray very hard. No. So, it will be better. It will be better. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming up. So people will have that to look forward to. Some people were... were, were um, we're wondering if, if at the end of the of the episode they're going to make an announcement that he actually had the book done and like announce a release date. No, but this, 20, is, this is George R. R. Martin. But, we're talking but about. 2020, mm. uh, and that's if he survives, to, you know, to 2020. Jeff, hit him up with a bunch of pre-sale stuff. Tell him about liking stuff. I'm going to go oh, okay. use the restroom before we get into move uh, textport. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are watching this live right now and there's 230 of you, hit that like button. It goes a long way. If you guys cannot watch the full podcast, we do have a secondary channel called Technical Alpha Patch Notes. There we go. Uh, which is just youtube.com slash lagtv2. Link is in the description of this video if you're watching it on YouTube or live. You can go subscribe there, hit the notification bell. Uh, if you guys are really enjoying the podcast, you really want to help out myself and Adam uh, financially, well, there's two ways you can do it. Either one via Super Chat live here uh, where we'll answer your questions, or you can go to patreon.com slash TV and uh, pledge. You can do that. Uh, also, my wife has been a saint and packed all of the physical merch it's all done. Uh, we're putting on the labels tonight. Uh, Kayla actually already filled out all the labels. Adam brought a few more over because we needed a couple more. So they're all going to be put on. And next week, things are going to be shipped out. So and, and we're talking every single person. We've got them all packaged. We put in every piece of merch that we have, posters, pins, stickers. All that is all in these tubes. And everything will be starting to get shipped out next week. So depending on where you're at in the world, and if you've pledged $100 or more uh, to the podcast from its inception, uh, you will receive uh, some merch. And it doesn't mean you need to do $100 at once collectively. So if you have done $10 for 10 months, you're at 100 bucks. Make sure that you uh, message us on Patreon with your full address, your name, phone number, and uh, if you haven't already, and we will package that up, or my wife will package that up, and we'll send it out to you. So that's all done, and expect to see all the merch coming out to you. Very, I know we've been saying that for a while, but it's done. It's literally upstairs, packaged, ready to go. The time is now. The time has finally come. The time has come. All right. Well done. Well done. I've, I think I've drank about three liters of liquid between leaving the house and coming here, and I could not possibly have gone any longer. It happens. Uh, Mr. Black, can you up the sound of tech support? Tech support. Um, Shady asks, from working with others in a typical job to becoming a streamer and having less people, uh, less people contact, how has this affected you, uh, affected you, if at all? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's really affected me all that much. Uh, because I still interact with people on the stream all the time, although it's not like face-to-face -face, uh, stuff. I do see Adam once a week, and I do go out uh, of the house once in a while, go see a movie, so like I'm around people. Um, I will say this, um, because I've been doing this for so long, and I've isolated myself so much, 
I do prefer to be a hermit. I do prefer to be home. I do like to go out, but it's not something that I that I crave to do. You know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. it has to be like an event or I just need to get out the house for whatever reason. Yeah. So like before all of this, I was the guy that loved to go downtown, that loved to go out for dinner to restaurants and socialize. Now I just prefer to be at home because I've just gotten used to it. Not that I have anxiety about going out or anything. It's just, it's molded me into that type of person. I could literally be in the house for five days straight, not leave the house for five days. And it's not, it's not like out of the norm. (laughs) I'll leave the house and I'll be like, Whoa, I just left the house for the first time in five days. Yeah, Yeah. But it's whatever, right? If if that was most people that go out all the time and you're in the house for five days at a time, you're going to like go fucking stir crazy. Yeah, yeah, You'd for be sure. like, what the fuck? Cabin fever. Cabin fever, heard. Um, yeah, I was already, I was already somebody that, that enjoyed time by myself anyway. Um, I was an only child, so I was used to that in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a huge leap for me to go from the regular working world into an you know at home, uh, so solitary kind of lifestyle. Um, I mean, I, it definitely still affected me though. Like I, I do, I do notice in myself that uh, when I do now go out with people, if I'm going to like dinner, if there's more than just one person. Um, or if it's like a group of people that, that you actually have to like go out of your way to interact with, they're not just necessarily there for you. Yeah. Like, let's say you go to a party or something and you actually have to engage somebody. Be socialize. If you yeah, actually like have to socialize, socialize and you yeah. have to actively because it's not, they're, they're there for you. They're there just in they're general. Just yeah. Uh, that's become more difficult. It's like you, you fall out of practice of it. It gets awkward and trying to remember your own goddamn social cues. Yeah. Um, that's true. It's something that I noticed in myself, that's true. Uh, for sure, that I never had a problem with traditionally, uh, whereas now it's a, I have to almost think about it yeah. way more. Before it was just natural. natural. Yeah. Hey, what's and now, up, dude? Now, yeah, now yeah. I have to fucking, now, now I'm thinking like, about uh, it. Hi, man. And it's also I- difficult because when you leave the regular day, uh, regular workaday world, sometimes you end up falling out of the loop of like what's going on in the world because you, if you're like me and you just don't give a fuck about news. And it's for, for everyone else, working and whatnot, they kind of most of them live in that world, yeah. And so your worlds are so separate that you that it's harder to find a common ground to talk about something, yeah. yeah. And so even yeah. if you do, even when you do get past that first you know introduction point, then it's like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Yeah. Like when you're not talking with another content creator, it becomes much more difficult yeah. to try and because we're in our own bubble. We're man. in like, we're in a fucking it, it, bubble. We're literally in a bubble. So those are probably the two biggest things yeah. for me that I've noticed. I've noticed that too. Like uh, when Kale and I went to Dominican last year, um. You know, and you meet tons of people just at the bar or hanging out at by the pool, and you always strike random conversations with people, and it usually goes to how the conversations usually go with me. It's like, hey, you know, where are you from? Blah blah. blah. What do you do? Go through. Okay. Oh, nice. You're a you know a, a doctor. Great. Then you got to figure then out. I'm how you're like, gonna... and then I'm like, okay, I'm, a, I'm I play video games, and then and then they they're like, oh, you you can make money doing that, and then usually the conversation is me explaining to them how I got into the business, yes, how yeah. I make money, who yeah. pays me. Yeah. And then after all that's done... Conversation dies. The conversation dies because I literally cannot relate to almost anything that a normal person... <laughs> I shouldn't say normal person, but what what the typical uh, working nine-to-five person goes through. Because literally what you said, I don't, I don't watch really TV. I don't, don't, certainly don't watch news. I don't give a fuck about like 
really anything outside of my own bubble, there's not much that I can say. Now, if I go to TwitchCon and I'm talking and I'm meeting with other content Different situation. We could just sit there and talk about... All day. All day. We could yeah, talk about yeah. riot bullshit. We could talk about... Uh, you just really talk about your daily anything. shit. My daily shit, like, you know, the struggles, the, 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 and you can relate to what people are saying, uh, relate to each other. So, yeah, that, that is true. I, I don't really think about that, but, uh, yeah. So, those are the two things, yeah, that I notice anyway, for sure. Uh, Volkus asks, are you planning on uh, doing anything to mark the one year passing of Total Biscuit, which is tomorrow? Uh, no. Say so what? Uh, what about Total Biscuit? Uh, his one year passing is tomorrow. Oh, geez. All year already. Yes, been a year already. I mean, wow. I, I didn't sit down and like plan out anything. I wrote when he passed. I wrote my piece, yeah, yeah, uh, about it, and it was you know a, a a sad day that it was like you were already. I was I've been mourning Total Biscuit for like two years, yeah, because it was something that like w- w- that you just kind of you know it's inevitable. You just don't know when it's going to happen, yeah, uh, and you're always pulling for the fact that they like pull out the one percent dream, boom. Uh, but you end up more being in mourning for so long that when it happens, sometimes it's not even like a major shock to the system. Yeah. Uh, but you're you're still saddened by it, and that was you know my experience with it. We, I said my piece. Yeah. When it happened, and and uh, it's not like we were so I, close to yeah, to, we, to, weren't, we weren't close. to John that yeah that uh, I've met I've met him a few times. Yeah. And we've we've had some nice conversations, and he's always been a big help to like TV over the years. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was it was surprisingly more emotional than I thought it would be yes, for me. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think a lot of it were where I was very sad, um, because not only for his passing, but what really killed me was the onslaught that his wife went through after he passed, and all the bad things that people were saying about it. The Gamergate stuff. I and couldn't. Be- I could like that. I I was more. I, I I was more mourning for his wife and that uh, what she's going through, and how people could be so uh, cold, like just so. Um, anyway, I I it was very sad. So crazy to think that uh, a year has passed, man. It's a uh, time is time goes quick, bro. going by quick, uh, very quick. Yeah, I mean that was that was a really it, it blew it blew my well it, it surprised me and it also didn't surprise me at the same time. Yeah, you know there are a lot of people that are you know the, that are uh, fucked up enough to to speak ill of somebody after they're dead and they can't even defend themselves crazy. anymore. Yeah, crazy. Um, you know it's it's one thing it's one thing to to be an asshole when they're alive. Yeah, uh, it's a they, whole other thing. They at least have the yeah. ability to to defend themselves, but when they pass and then within twenty four hours you're basically pissing on their grave. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah, that was, that was weird. You know, I almost don't want to say, I almost don't want to say this because I don't want to like kickstart any more of this, but something that did stick with me and, and it, I'm only reminded because of, of the shit show we had here in the last 72 hours is that I don't think we ever saw a statement from Mike. Mm. about John. I mean, I didn't. I don't think that ever happened. So if it happens now, I would find it doubly as odd. It'd be nice to see. I'll keep eyes out for it. Maybe we'll see it, but there weren't very many people that would have been more intimately involved than those two uh, because 
And John said himself that the only reason he had a yeah. roof over his head was because Husky was because <laughs> of Husky. Yeah. So that was a weird, a weird thing to see. Maybe we'll get something from him this year now that he's actively back on social media. But yeah, that was it was a crazy situation, dude. Seeing those many that many people come out and they still talk about him like that too. It's just crazy to me. Not uh, just absolutely nuts. Let the man rest in peace. Just let the man fucking rest. He's he hard, worked he worked a lifetime. Hard working individual. Yeah. Um let's see. <clears throat> has oh here's a random question will hawkins asks has an animal ever gotten into your home i'm guessing one that wasn't supposed to be there mm, i don't think so i mean at most i i've i've had a mouse and stuff uh not here but at my other place i've seen a mouse or two but i mean mm. that, that's like a rodent i mean it's an animal but I think when they say animal, they probably mean like somebody else's dog or cat or a raccoon or a bird, something like that. I have, I've never had a random animal run up in my place. We don't leave the doors open, like even in the summer. Uh, so the opportunity is very, is very nope. Yeah. We, uh, when I was very young, a squirrel got into our chimney and ran down into the house and it was just covered in soot. And ran out of the bottom and was just darting all over the house and just ash and soot all over the place. And mom and dad trying to chase this thing to catch, you know, catch this damn squirrel that was going batshit. Probably scared out of its mind. Oh, Fell scared. down a chimney. Yeah. And now it's in the house going, what the fuck? The fuck? And so it was, it was a complete mess. And then uh, in my place where I was before where I am now, um, we still don't know how it happened. Uh, Natalie and I were still together, uh, and her friend was over at the house and at some point between her friend coming over and, and literally opening the door and closing it and nobody noticing a cat got inside. Interesting. Just came in. Say, like, and nobody noticed, like how the fuck it happened. There's only one place for it to get in. And it was, and the only time would have been when, when, uh, Natalie's friend came over and we didn't notice anything. We went upstairs. We, she was her friend was there for like two hours. We were having like coffee, or whatever, you know, sitting at the table, you know, chatting. And then uh, her friend was like, "Do I hear a cat?" And it was one of those situations where you're like, "No, are you crazy? What are you fucking hearing a cat for right now?" And then we all stopped and got quiet, and we were like, kind of low key, actually hearing a cat. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I walked downstairs. And sure as shit, there's a goddamn cat just standing there. I was like, what the hell? How did you get in here? Yeah, get the fuck out. And so, yeah, it was just one of the the cats from one of the neighbors that are out around the street. I've seen the cat before, but we had no idea how hell it got in. Stealthy as fuck. Um, And those are the the two times in my my time that I've ever experienced that. Um, uh, If you want timestamps, you're going to have to rely on the person that is in uh, or that puts them on the, uh, the, the comment section, which is... Usually happens pretty pretty quick. Pretty quick, yeah, pretty quick. Um, eight nine ten asks, "What's going to be the revolutionary technology that will replace the mobile phone?" Nothing. <laughs> It'll be the phone. It'll um, be more high tech phones. Pretty much, it will just be what uh, I mean. It's it's any kind of communication device at all. So right now, the the main communication device is this. What form factor this ends up taking up as time goes on? 
is anyone's guess. Whether it's augmented reality, contact type shit, um, with just an earpiece to go along with it, uh, or what, anybody's fucking guess. But it's oh, like communication, communication and and dissemination of information are the two main focuses of these devices. So whatever uh, more efe- efficiently gets that job done is what's going to replace this. Mm-hmm. But for the foreseeable, foreseeable future, it's going to be something of this form factor that slides into your pocket that is augmented by peripherals yeah. to extend its usage until we come up with some crazy ass shit that once again, kind of like when Apple did the the iPhone and it combined an MP3 player and a phone and a camera and everything at once, we'll get to a point where we'll start tacking more and more into this yeah. as time goes on. Um, <laughs> Cloud asks, if you had to choose between your entire video game collection, physical, not digital, or your uh, Mercedes, which one would you keep? Oh, my car. <laughs> gives me way more pleasure. <laughs> I mean, this this is this is great to look at. I, I play... I, honestly, I don't play really any of these games. It's more of a collecting hobby thing. I drive my car all the time, so uh, I got to go with the... If you're, if you're telling me to choose between the two, I got to go with my car. Uh, let's see... Uh, Duke asks, were you ever close to moving from Halifax to another city? Would you prefer to live in a large city or a small town? Uh, I've cons- I wouldn't say I was ever close, but it was definitely something I considered. Um, honestly, the only, the only reason why I, I am in Halifax is because of my wife. That's it. If Kayla and I were not dating when I had start this career or if we broke up for whatever reason, uh, I would have moved. Like say say if Kale and I uh broke up in 2015, 2014, whatever. Uh I would have moved. I would have been like, okay, there's nothing for for me here. I'm going to go and follow my career. I'm going to travel, mm. you know, I'm going to I'm going to go have some fun and that that would be that. I would have moved then for sure. But and it's not like Kayla would ever say no, I don't want to move, but I don't want to take not only would I miss my family, but I know I could fly in and see them whenever. Yeah. So that's not really a big big issue. Expensive because flying it, in this country it, it, sucks. Expensive, but doable. But, you know, it's it's. It, I, for me, I don't see. I see my parents a lot now because I have a kid. Yeah, of course. But before yeah. Kai was born, I would see my mom and dad like once every three months or so. Yeah, right? exactly. Like yeah. unless my dad helped me with a property or whatever. But back then, I didn't have properties, so it would have been like. Whatever. I fly home, say, definitely during Christmas, and then maybe once during the summer. That would have been enough for me. I'm not the type of guy that needs to be around family all the time. Yeah, yeah. As long as I know they're okay, as long as I know I can get to them, I'm fine. Uh, But I didn't want to put Kayla in that position where she has to leave her family as well. Yeah. And we have to start, like, a new life somewhere. Um, The upside just wasn't, you know, it, it just didn't make enough sense, so... Uh, and ultimately I am happy that I'm home because as shitty as this place is, uh, for career potential and taxes and everything else, it's home. It's a small city. The people here are nice. You know, it, 
it's home. Uh, the, it's just the, the, thing way is it about, is. the thing about Halifax is the 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 pace of life yeah. and the options that are available to you for what to do with your life here, not just work, not work wise, but just in general, outweigh yes the shit yes, um, which is why everyone comes back here yes ultimately yeah uh, you know some of them will get away to make their money and come back, but ultimately everyone comes back yep <laughs> for a reason yeah right. Um, I came close a couple of times and YouTube is probably the only reason I'm still here, uh, other than wanting to stick around because for a long time and she's still alive, I didn't want to leave before my grandmother passed away Yeah, and she's still here. Um, so swing and a miss on that one. S- hard swing and a miss. Uh, but uh, in fairness, she's, she's basically been on the brink for many years now. So it was kind of a, a gamble, but you know, when you, you and I, did the YouTube thing and it took off, then it was just like, well, shit. Because my options at the time were take a job offer with Loblaws to go to Toronto and do their uh, management trainee program and then take a position um, from there, which would have been, um, I think, a year and a bit with them in Toronto and then either get placed in Toronto or get placed somewhere else for, I think it was another six months. And then it was like a choose your own location if it becomes available type situation or Mm -hmm. do corporate for them in toronto um and but that happened the exact same time that lag tv took off Mm -hmm. and the pay difference was so huge that i couldn't ignore that money yeah Uh, and and it fulfilled my want of making money but still being close to yeah my grandmother yeah and so uh stuck it out for that the other time was um the next closest time was when Natalie and I separated, uh, and I was considering taking that opportunity to, uh, to reuse my degree. This is long before the podcast was ever a thing and everything else. Um, to, to do that, um, consider Toronto and Vancouver again, because I have friends in Toronto and friends in Vancouver, uh, and just go back to being a pencil pusher. And then at the same time, I also considered going over to teach English uh, in Korea for a couple of years just to do it. That'd be dope. <clears throat> so those were the two times, the two periods of my life where that was the thing. Uh, I have a third opportunity now, yeah. but uh, but it doesn't make sense because housing is so expensive everywhere and I have a possible opportunity to to hold on to my parents' property at some point. Or at the very least, make use of it. And so, uh, uh, I'd be basically putting myself in debt for no reason to avoid that uh, for the time being. And if I go somewhere else, I don't know what I'd even be doing. I'd go to Toronto, I'd go to Vancouver, I'd get a job. But again, the trade-off is just oh, it's, fucking yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah. The amount of money spent on rent. Well, and it's different. If you were if you were twenty three, twenty five again, yeah, it might make it, a little I, bit more sense. Make more sense. Be, yeah. But when you you know when when you're when you're thirty, when you're thirty, it starts to be. It's like if you're moving to Toronto, you're moving to Toronto now. Exactly. Like there's no. If you're going to start a career there, there's it's pretty much commitment now. That's you go the show. when you're twenty five, and you're like, you know, I'll do it for three five years. If it works out, it doesn't. Or if I hate it, I'll just come back but home. That's a commitment now. Yeah, now 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 it's a commitment. But so that was, and I wouldn't even honestly. If Kayla, like, it, 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 I don't know what the future holds. Like, I don't know what the future holds. There might there might come a time where I go, you know what? Let's let's move somewhere for a year, the and thing- that and that's and that's very easy for me to do because I 
with my career, no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, if you I'm can go, still streaming, go pretty much anywhere. Still do a podcast, still do a whatever. Yeah. Um, still make it work. I could move to Toronto or to Vancouver for a year just to do something different, have a different thing, feel like I'm having an adventure, and then come back home whenever, right? Yeah. Like, it's really, my home will be waiting for me. It's not like, you know, uh, have to get up and go. It's not like I have to go buy a house somewhere. I could rent a place for a year, stay there, have some fun. Maybe it's a big job opportunity for myself. Yeah. An opportunity presents itself. It's like, all right. I'll go do it for a year. Who knows? That's just right? an opportunity, I think, has to come knocking. Yes. And, it's not just to do it to do it. It's not but, just do it to do yeah, it because yeah. we're not young enough for that anymore. Now it's yeah. an, it has to be an opportunity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I could technically, if I wanted to, just go still teach English in Korea. I have a degree. That's yeah. all I need. I could yeah. apply for it and go do it. But, um, but it's just not something that I'm as interested in now as I was years ago doing because if I do that for a couple of years, well, now I'm 32. 33 mm. and then I'm, I'm still have to start something back here unless i plan on being staying, uh, out there. <laughs> uh, uh, staying out there permanently or uh or coming back and being a teacher here which would still require me to get my bed which is consideration that i'm taking right now mm-hmm. but even bed is two years so um that's not terrible like two not years ter- not like awful it's not terrible yeah. i just want to know that i really fucking want to be a teacher yeah if i'm going to do two years to be 32 and then go to be a teacher yeah i better really fucking want that shit because i'm locking myself in yeah. right yeah um, oh yeah you do that that's the show that's the show that's the show so you know who who knows but i what i know at this point is that the odds of me living anywhere else very slim mm. the odds of me uh busting my ass to be able to do a little bit more travel here and there much higher mm-hmm. because I, I think pers- personally for me, one, I don't like big cities, period. I can take them for short stints of time, but I don't like them. I don't tend to like a lot of the people in them. I don't like the pace of life. I hear you. Uh, I don't like the, I don't like getting around the cities, uh, whether it's by subway or otherwise. Um, I don't see much appeal in them. I'm not a, somebody that needs to spend a couple hundred dollars to go see a professional sporting event or a concert. I just don't give a fuck. So there's nothing in a major city that's really that, yeah, especially if I'm not there for a career, like career-wise, it's like, and even then, that much of a grip for me, it would be go to a big, a bigger city, younger people. If I was interested in like going trying to find a friggin' wife or some yeah. shit, socialize and socialize you know, and yeah. whatever, where there might yeah. be better nightlife. But Halifax doesn't even have that bad a nightlife. No, we have a we have bars coming out the fucking wazoo, yeah. and for at least nine months out of the year, there yeah. are a bunch of people between the age of twenty and thirty here for university. Oh yeah, so it's not like it's that difficult so yeah halifax is a lot of upshot for some downsides for sure the secret is here if you get a job that pays relatively well and right now if you can get a family doctor those are the the two things oh you're ahead in canada then then this is a it's hard to pass this up yeah the only other better place would be like calgary because tax are so minuscule calgary and then if you were bilingual um montreal ottawa Oh, auto, yeah. I actually, dude, two of, two of my good friends, uh, well, uh, you know who? Uh, yes. He's got his own law firm out there. Yes. And another another dude, uh, it's like uh, an uh, an engineer or something that he got a job out in Ottawa. And the cost of living there is like cost really, of living is, is like really really, really, good. really good. Yeah. The pay there is is higher than anywhere else in the country on average. The in terms of the uh, well, in terms of annual household income. Yeah. It's. Much higher than other places, even Calgary. Mm. Um, and a lot of that's because it's a lot of government work. Yeah. But you need to be bilingual for a lot of that government work. And if you don't have government work there, then you need to have a job before you go there because it's going to be 
even harder yeah. to find work well, almost there. Almost every than job out there is government, government job. Yeah. So that's just something to be mindful of. But otherwise, again, super low crime rate, lots of outdoor activity stuff to do. Um, you fucking great uh, housing market, everything that like it's great. Yep. It's just you know speak French. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Huh. Um, I think that's the last. Is that it? I think that's the last comment that I've got there. All right. So I guess that's the show, ladies that's and gentlemen. That's the show. Thank you very much, everyone, for stopping by and uh, giving us your attention for this Technical Alpha podcast. We'll be back uh, next week. Same time. Same, same place. Same time, same place. Keep an ear to the ground for that. Head on over to patreon.com slash lag TV if you'd like to uh, uh, help support us and join the community. If you've got maybe some StarCraft games, if you're interested in that as well, that's the way uh, to get her done. Also, uh, June 1st, we're having our first charity event. Yes, which June 1st, is uh, next happening like uh, next Saturday. Is Saturday the first? It is. Oh, I thought it was Friday. No. Saturday. Oh, there you go. Saturday. I got ahead of myself. Right. Saturday. So next Saturday, uh, so next Thursday, we'll be talking more about that. Hopefully you guys will tune in, show some love. Uh, but either way, we'll see you all in the next one. Yeah, we'll see you in the next one, guys. Thank you so much. And until we do, peace. Peace.